Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Hello, everyone. Yes, hello, everyone. I think what everything's working just fine. Welcome to High and Homegrown, the <laughs> cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowroom.com. Yeah, there we go. That's the intro. What are we saying, lads? You good? Yeah, oh, good. <laughs> I'm still yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Everybody's here. So I am Mackie from Percy'sGrowroom.com, a cocoa grower. Will be cocoa grow up once again soon. Ha <laughs> ha. I think I'm going back to that shit. I like I like cocoa too much, man. You know what? GB, I... what are you saying, bro? You good? Sorry, Mike, yeah. I cut you off. No, no, no. no. I'm I'm gonna agree with you. You know, cocoa. I, I never went the other route. I didn't go to soil. And yes, you'll you'll be going back to cocoa very soon. Yeah, cocoa's the shit, man. It it's is. Just, That's nah. just the way it is. You know what that is? I it's just because it. you can't do soil. Do I hear a challenge coming up? Do I hear a challenge? <laughs> He's like thinking I couldn't do cocoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a challenge for you, Zian. I'll piss all over your cocoa. I just ain't got time for it. Mate, you cook right. your plants if you're pissing it, mate. That's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just like cocoa, man. Okay. My plants in the soil are looking nice. They're real fucking healthy. I haven't even fed them anything. They look fucking perfect. But still, cocoa, man. <laughs> I just miss it. I just miss it. I like groaning cocoa. We'll see what happens at the end. Of, we'll see what happens with the flavor. Because yeah. that's going to be mm. the deciding factor in the end. You know, well, that's it's... got to be the decider for me as well, to be quite honest. Because mm. I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing a side by side with, uh, with a soil and with a cocoa to see what actually tastes better. Because at the end of the day, I figured out I'm going to just go back to cocoa because yeah. it takes me the exact same amount of time making up we'll see what happens, me water as what it does when i'm fucking just adding yeah, a couple of fucking well, yeah. Yeah. anyway the harvest let's, let's, let's uh, change me over let's introduce ourselves because some people there who ain't got a fucking clue who you are oh, they already know who i am because i oh, did yes gb <laughs> you want to hear yours man you want to say hi to everybody yeah. Yeah, how's it going, everybody? It is GB, also known as Greenbeard, um, here. Um, I am the Irish contingent of the panel. Um, you find me on Percy's Grow Room and on Instagram. I'm a cocoa grower. Long time and OnlyFans. <laughs> You'll find me there. <laughs> May That's not be under fans. the same name. That's OnlyFans. It's a, a, a grow shop where you can buy, oh. like, the oh. uh, RVK fans and shit like that. I'll have to get a VIP membership then. I guess. <laughs> you want a VIP yeah, membership? To see a my private bank? members club. <laughs> see, Ed, what are you saying, it's man? You want to say hi? Man. I'll just wait for GB to shut up. Evening, everybody. Uh, Zombie Nation, UK in the middle of. Um, soil grower always. Fuck you, KK. Um, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, welcome to the show. Have a good one. Yes, man. What are you saying, monkey? Oh, I'm over here in the southern US uh, and I am a cocoa grower. And I'm gonna argue that point down to Zian. I'm sorry, we know you are. Don't yeah, cocoa grower, yeah, cocoa is, is, is master, man. That's the way Boy. it is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Southeast US, Cocoa Grower, Percy's Grow Room, Instagram, that, that kind of stuff. That's me. And now here comes Temple Growers go, fuck y'all, I'll build my own soil, <laughs> exactly. bitches. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, like Chilbert just said there, you know, working with Mother Nature, you guys are you guys are like not like water. I am like Killing water, it. you know. You flow and it smash and all that Bruce Lee shit. <laughs> but yeah, Temple Grower, uh, super soil grower, not just regular soil. 
very Ooh, super soil like up in uh canada i guess we're like the well central canada western well western canada but i'm in like the central of that western province of saskatchewan somewhere in canada yeah it's the finally warm of enough canada. To start composting again excellent yeah i grow super soil um it's easy once you get it down and mm-hmm. unlike these guys you know yeah noobs uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's the way to go i don't know there's no, a reason I... why it it it, it uh, demands more uh excessive prices in in the legacy markets and other our markets mm-hmm. you know maybe well maybe that's just marketing but i don't know we'll see what happens yeah we'll keep you informed as the show progresses you know no, we'll, we'll know in about eight weeks TG, i'll jump on the tg bandwagon and say that outdoors i only grow in soil mm-hmm. yes so, why is that then because uh, the indoor oh, yield in cocoa yeah, is better. Higher be <laughs> yield. That's yeah. that's a massive thing, you know, because oh, hell it's yes. taken like six weeks to veg the plants to the stage where I'm comfortable flowering them. Right. And that's only comfortable. After four weeks in cocoa, I'm like, I better flower these quickly. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise my tent's going to be packed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it's, it's not different. Uh, and I want to drop down to one tent as well. So I'm going to, I won't be able to keep my yield of go to soil, one but I can do it with cocoa. Yeah. Just, well, one, one meter tent. I'd say just do whatever you can do easiest oh. and most effectively and cheapest because Indeed. that's the best way. Don't, uh, Indeed. You know. so, there's many ways to grow weed, man. Just choose your weapon and do it. We, we shown, we've gone into grow guides from the intro. Wow. <laughs> Have we? I, I, thought, I thought I actually accidentally, <laughs> I thought your man was on the grow guide screen then. It was like, fuck, did I click it too soon? <laughs> grow shit, yeah. Hit that like button, subscribe if you're new, and hang with us while we do the rest of the show. We've got um, the predatory insects yeah. in the grow guides, and we're going to be talking about the Bermuda Triangle later on in the tangent. And we also got an interview with a member of the European Parliament, Luke Ming Flanagan, and yes. he's a cannabis smoker and cannabis activist real cool guy gb helped that one up from ireland so we'll talk about that one later welcome to the weekly cannabis news <laughs> oh man you used to hit this bomb man Ooh. yeah tg uh news from tg today you want to tell us about this uh thing you've got going on oh sorry I was just talking about my bomb. Yeah, TG's bought a vacuum cleaner for his weed. That's new. Yeah, well, it, that is new, yeah. I have a little smoke buddy carbon filter that I can smoke weed in my room now. <laughs> Screw you, Mom. Um, <laughs> but no, more in, in a more serious note, uh, hopefully I can get this out now that I just hit that bomb real hard. Um, the Canadian government, the uh, branch that controls the uh, medical marijuana stuff, uh, Health Canada, has uh, released a new, well, on their website, it's called the Draft Guidance on Personal Production of Cannabis for Medical Purposes. Basically, it's a like a reassessment um, of the medical laws as they are now. But um, going through them, uh, they're kind of talking about the same old shit, you know, um, the, the system's being abused by people, the, while the authorization just to buy as a medical patient, the state study at two grams per day, the personal production, um, so people who can, are authorized to grow has gone up to an average of 36 grams per day, which is 
um, a lot, uh, but I find that hard to believe because there's 43,000 registered Canadians to do so. The average is 36 grams a day. I mean, I, I can't really believe that that's, I think that's more a case of a few people having a huge amount versus everybody having that average amount. Because I don't know anybody with, with more than like, you know, 45 to 50 plants. So like, it's uh, five plants per gram prescribed. So 10 grams a day. Um, yeah, so to get 36 grams, that's a lot. But anyway, so what they're doing is, is the same old shit. Uh, they're gonna restrict so not really restrict, but impose more measures when you do come in to uh, apply for your, your authorization. And, and a few troubling parts of this, uh, this document are that um, they're going to change it so the individual, only the registered person, is able to actually tend to the plants. So um, if I, for example, were to go away, as I do for my uh, work for three weeks at a time, um, my girlfriend, who also lives in my house, wouldn't actually be allowed to water my plants. Only I would be allowed as a registered person. Now, I That's have to ask of... a question right there. Why in the hell did they want, did they want to restrict somebody from growing something? I mean, I think it's caring for a plant? I think, well, what they cite in, the, in this article is how people, some people rent, quote unquote, their, their uh, licenses out to so then. You know, okay. they have the license, but then other people come over and are actually doing the growing. I got which you. I can, so, so I people see are trying a, to abuse your system then. Right. Okay. But honestly, you know, I, I've been in the system a long time and I've really like, I, it doesn't happen very often. Of course, there's going to be bad players. There's bad players in every system, you know, sure. um, right up to the fucking president of the United States. Not now. Maybe, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like, hell the, yes. The highest hell office yes. of all the lands. I got that. Is, I got that. They Definitely. Get, yeah. So it's not, but you can't blame everybody for the, the fucking transgressions of a few dickheads. Right, right. But what, yeah, like what they're trying to do, another, another issue is, and the, the biggest issue actually that I have um, is that they're, they're going to have more, uh, more authority to refuse these licenses and based on things like online activity, which what? is a very vague statement. So, um, so right in the, yeah. What do um, we have to do to, to fix this, man? Well, you, you, we have to have our say. Yeah, the, the, the patients and anybody with any stake in this needs to uh, get a hold of, of the branch. That's it. I'll, I'll have all the information. And I'll post it on Percy. It's I got to. It, is it like a sneaky way, Teach? Sorry for cutting over you, mate. But is it like a sneaky way that the government just wants to go? Hang on. We have so many people that are actually signed up and are growing weed. Well, this is a way that we can sneak in a type of like a Patriot Act type thing that they can well, just go in and fucking snoop on your fucking browser history and your and see what you are. Is that what so that type? Okay. So that's what that smells to me, type so thing. Well, they do like there is you know the cops can come in and effectively inspect me and I don't really know what inspect means. Does that mean they can go through my computer or does that mean they can only look at my grow space? I'm not wow, really too sure. Kind of um, the problem <laughs> uh, with the rubber glove and say uh, fucking yeah. oh have you got the KY jelly at least, officer? This is gonna hurt a little bit. <laughs> In my opinion, though, it's and call me a little bit of a conspiracy theorist here, but. You know, we've, we've heard this before, and we know that companies do actively lobby against the legacy market and mm -hmm. and uh, and and want the government to uh, do more enforcement and things. And so this might be a way because they're citing 
the medical community as a source of of uh, of cannabis leaking into the legacy market, um, right? That's that's what they've always said. That's why it was initially the the right to grow was initially revoked in 2014 because mm. the MMA MMAR was supposedly so abused that the black market was flourishing, and so they took everybody's right to grow away, thinking that was going to eliminate the black market. Um, which mm-hmm. it didn't, of course, because anybody that's going to be growing then is still going to be growing, you know, like, give a fuck. Sure, if you're not um, following the law, you're not following the law. Mm-hmm. No, stupid. But the people that it does punish are the people that, you know, are trying to grow it uh, legitimately, like, and that's 99.9% of us. So, right. Um, there's a there's a lot of issues, you know, like, with the, with the online thing, um, you're, there's another uh, clause here that says, does the applicant or registered person intend to produce a variety of cannabis or a cannabis product that is not available through other legal access channels? Yes, you know, I do all the time. My, my own species A472, the crystalline entity, those aren't available on legal channels. So does that mean I'm, you know, I'm gonna be in contravention of the act because I'm growing something that I can't buy from the fucking government? Like, I don't know, there's, yeah. there's tons of issues. So, mm-hmm. and. How, how they want to interpret that is another issue because maybe I get Harry Anslinger, right, as, as a fucking <laughs> contact at Health Canada and he's just out to get me. Or, you know, I don't think so, but you never know. So yeah. it's just, we shouldn't have these these powers in place to be abused in the first place because they're not beneficial to patients. And and the only thing we can do, because the police and all the, the other, you know, probably the pharmaceutical companies, probably the legal industry has already had their say, um, we need to have our say as patients too. So uh, yeah, write your MPs, write everybody, uh, Health Canada. Um, yeah, there's a contact us right on. I'll, I'll get the link. I'll post it in Percy's in a in a in a thread. Yeah, we'll have special here. special but, links for, for this specific yeah. activism purpose thing. Sounds yeah, like we're fighting for the, uh, the right to home grow again, huh? I guess the email is mm-hmm. cannabis at canada.ca if you want to send an email and uh, tell them. How you mm-hmm. feel about this and and be nice i mean don't be like you know fuck you or whatever but like have legitimate suggestions <laughs> what you feel and, like saying you mean yeah well not yet anyway but, yeah <laughs> you start off nice um, you don't go we, get, we you know we all know that it's not a dangerous thing we all know that 99 percent of people aren't feeding i think the they're just market. trying to make money off it it's like so, driving man they want to make driving as difficult as possible for people so they i think fucking fees on it stupid rules on yeah, it well i think it's almost it's it's another scare tactic to stop people from growing so then they do support the industry that has been 10 billion dollars and counting in debt now you know yeah they, they have to it's it's a, a bailout on the medical patients backs right um, essentially but you know yeah. anyway yeah zian you got news this week yeah well <laughs> uh, what, what, mine's a bit of a strange one guys it's 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 not more it's, it's hold, not hold so on are you uh, just what happened to you last week bro I apologize for last week. I went out to have a look at a job and broke down on the way back miles away from fucking anywhere. And my phone had been cut off because Vodafone has assumed that I hadn't paid my bill yet again. They've been chasing me for fucking years for this <laughs> because <laughs> I refuse to pay by direct debit. Right. So they don't like it. So I do like a, 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 an ad hoc transfer from my bank and they say that they can't find it. And they kept yeah. me going for bastard nine months and sent debt collectors and all sorts after me. And then when they <laughs> Bro, found it, they said, oh, really sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, that this, was it. this went from a, from a saying, hey, sorry I wasn't here yeah. last week to you a know, long and, freaking story. 
Yeah, oh. I know, but you know, we're famous for tangents on this show, so yeah. I had to go yeah. like explanation. So my van broke down and I was fucked miles away from nowhere. I got my van sorted out and it's all sorted out now this week. And yeah. We're all good in the hood again. We're all good He's in the back. hood again, I hope. Yes. <laughs> Although it wouldn't start this morning. Oh, it's pretty pissed off, but it's a flat battery. So, so what's your cup of news? Yeah, anyway, so what's the news then? The news, the news is. <laughs> um, right, I'll pop this one up in the 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 the, the chat if uh, Facebook lets me post it. Sorry, YouTube, it's close, isn't it? Um, Birmingham Police, uh, they got a phone call to say that somebody was acting suspiciously. So uh, from a member of the public or maybe shopkeeper, because this is in like a, a shopping centre in Birmingham in the UK. So they sent out a, a PCSO to investigate. PCSO hmm. yes um, PCSO is back at the station and they've got a, a big uh, like news story going on it that uh, PCSO has checked the the, um, the bin and found a massive bag of cannabis um, the well, massive no bag of cannabis turned out to be somebody's trim and from the picture it looks like it's all Sugar, uh, not not even sugar leaves, bloody fan leaves. Oh, yeah. So naff all. Just yeah. garbage from and, a, a grove, basically. Yeah. Nothing. So, so West Midlands Police are now, like, supposedly helping, like, people get rid of their flipping trim. <laughs> <laughs> Picking it up for them, well, which is okay, pretty cool. TV. I have a question yeah. for you. How much would that be worth in Ireland? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably a million pound bag, isn't it? <laughs> really? But really? Like that, yeah, no, honestly, if, if the law... If the law found that, they would charge that at like 19 euro per gram weight oh, wow. of what is for in there. doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. fan leaves. Makes ah. no difference. Once, once the way the law over here works is, it is so fucking weird. The plant, the plant itself, they, they value it around seven, 800 euro or something like yeah. that. But as soon as you chop that, so if I cut that off at the base and then they came running in the door, they will weigh that entire plant, stem, flower, everything. And fan leaves. Leaves, you name it. If they <sighs> find leaves or anything oh. like that, even in on the premises, they will take them and they will weigh that and they will class that the exact same if it is pure flower. And it so, could be just a bag of stems. By the the, the the Birmingham police, how much how many how many pounds of weed did they have here? Oh yeah. There, there's there's <laughs> no uh, what's it on on how many pounds of, of anything that there was. Leaves. But he's, he's, he's like common was, leaf, man. Exactly. Who was he, he located a very man. large bag of cannabis <laughs> that had been hidden but not very well. This bag of drugs will now be off the streets and yeah. destroyed. Leave drugs, madness. bro. Bag of drugs. <laughs> Sounds like me. When I was in grade <laughs> six, I was twelve years old, and I found what I thought was a weed plant, which was definitely not a weed plant in the bush. What did I do? Is I I fucking harvested all the leaves off it. I took them home, and I had them in my backyard drying on my back <laughs> and shit. Because you don't know. I gonna, oh, I was gonna. Yeah, I didn't know, but I was gonna sell them. Of course, I was a twelve-year-old. <laughs> and somebody would have bought it. But yeah, it's just like that. Sounds like what I did. Those fucking idiots. Right, right, right. At least I had fucking I, 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 so I, stupid. It makes me smile though. I mean, the, 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 they, have, <laughs> they have to have the PCSOs doing this shit as well. 
Look how happy the couple yeah. looks this one. Exactly. Yeah. Look at him. He's my first boss. Honestly, <laughs> I'm looking at the freaking bag. All that shit stuck Mate. to him. I'm Wait, looking at the picture of the, the bag, job. and it, it basically <laughs> looks like something I throw out in the garbage. Honestly, yes. that's all it is. That's what I've got a yeah, box man. full of it upstairs. <sighs> that oh, please, look, it made somebody's fucking day. You know, it, that copper's happy, man. And at the end of the day, that's a good thing. I wonder yeah. if you got a Look what I did. Look, I got all this material off the street. Really? Really? When they when they send it for analysis and it comes back, he will have a different smile on his face when they give him a flatter and say, look at what you're after doing, you silly bollocks. Uh, what are you saying, man? Yeah, I'll jump into a, a bit of news. It is the same type drum that I kind of beat all the time about why why is weed not legal everywhere. Colorado, the wonderful place of Colorado, sold more than 187 million in legal weed in January just gone. Uh, oh. 187 million. Oh my good no. lord. That's a lot, in, a month, right? in one fucking month. It's about four ounces. Yeah, and that's 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 like <laughs> in Ireland. But it, like when you look at it, it's just like fucking. It's amazing. And then the tax revenue. There was fifteen point fifty or fifty six percent of it goes into the state's general fund, and then there's twelve percent goes yeah. into the public school. And then all the rest of it goes into the lights of the healthcare, into the fucking public transport. It's like, it is just helping so much of the economy and not just certain people of the economy because it's the tax revenue that's coming in off this is helping to sort out problems in schools for underfunding for schools for underfunding. Like you see in the NHS and in the HSE, they're vastly underfunded. You know, that they can't like I know over in the UK it's a lot fucking better. In Ireland, you could be waiting five years for a fuck just an MRI. You know. Mm. You know mm. I, I have been waiting for five years now still for an MRI. Yeah, that's that's how shitty it is, is. Yeah. And I've gone and just done it all privately at my own expense for my own pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's fucking it's ridiculous. But that's neither here nor there. You know, but this is what I'm saying. They should it, it's just crazy. Like so far in February. They've collected over 34 million in tax and revenue. And it's not just the taxes and revenues from the sales, because they've also made over fucking that's it, sorry, 34 million. This is just yeah. from fees. Right. And taxes yeah. of fees from having licenses. You know, to be <laughs> so able to sell this shit, yeah. that means yeah. people are working too. So there's they're still even supplying jobs right in this and that's what that's where this comes into yeah it's it also collected a four to 69 billion in tax so far this year and that's from all the subsidiary taxing that's coming from again as you said like people's fucking payment their their employers tax their fucking and then the taxes that they're paying on their fuel and thing for coming and going from work then all the stuff that they're buying to and from you look at as a stoner myself I take pride in going out in buying as much smoking paraphernalia and fucking things and stassy toys because that's my fucking thing. Mm. You know? yeah. And you it's like you look, yeah, you, you, but there's so many other people. I know people that have like 15, 20 bongs. There's no need to have 15 or 20 bongs. They just have them. Why? Because <laughs> they fucking can. You know? it, yeah. 
Like okay, six. Yeah, so, six. yeah, so like it's just all of the revenue that comes from it has to be a driving force. And I don't see why countries just can't fucking not get on board, but are they just blind to it? Do well, they not see the fucking the, the more benefits that can be done to it? You know, that's a great segue right there, GB, because my article is going into Mexico legalizing. Oh yes, mm-hmm. that's uh, it's. Exactly. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, Mexico has passed the lower house completely. So now the, the the law to legalize recreational cannabis in Mexico is now being moved to the upper house, and the president says there's no problem. It's going to pass. Yeah, so okay. some some wow. countries are getting the message here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Countries need the 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 the, the money though, don't they? Other countries well, I mean, yeah, don't I mean, need the money. Based on the money that are, that's owned by the people running the country, right? Yeah, the richer well, like, the person running the country is, the less he thinks or gives a shit about the people in his country. But that, but that kind of argument is flawed when you look at the likes of our countries. When you look at first world countries, that we do still need. Although they look at like Ireland, and we're a wealthy country, and the same with the UK is a very wealthy country. But yet, our fucking major services, like our schools, our hospitals, our our housing our things they all suffer so much yeah what are you yeah, saying about it, mexico then monkey what's going on oh, sorry, there yeah, yeah. going well, on I mean, too many uh, tangents man. basically um, mexico has just uh passed legal recreational cannabis law through the lower house and basically it, it needs to be passed by the upper house and signed by the president and in mexico they pretty so much ha- think it's gonna happen man so what they're looking at coffee shops and just regular hangout bars where you can smoke and shit. I don't know. I don't really know what how that goes. You know that would that would to me would be awesome. You know. Oh um, yeah. In the southern, I wonder what it's like to for, have full recreational. Because I haven't been anywhere that's had full legalization like well, that. I've I mean, been to Amsterdam, but that's not the same, is it? I've been to Colorado, Oregon, Washington, California. You know, I've been to legal states, but like I've said many times, you can't enjoy it in public. So mm. this is mm. where I'm, I'm curious. I mean, Mexico hadn't said anything yet about what it's going to do or how it's going to do it. But Mexico is a very big vacation destination for southern U.S. people. You know, it's mm. you, you do the Cancun, the Cozumel, the whole thing. So I can just imagine sitting on the beach smoking smoking a split that would be like Fucking, super awesome 90 percent of canada goes to mexico in the winter man it's gonna be a fucking cloud <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's anything we've learned lads it's when they say somewhere is legalizing cannabis yeah, it yeah. usually means that they're just gonna add a fuck more, load more laws to it really mm-hmm. well, yeah, so we'll see how that what? pans out man I don't, I don't mind going and paying extra money for the cannabis if it's legal there because I'm on vacation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can't bring it myself, so I'll, I'll buy it. It could be an interesting take as well. They could be decriminalizing the kind of fully, and that way it would be just taking away the police aspect of trying to fight that side of the war on drugs. Because but it still doesn't bring the safety to the consumer when it's just decriminalized. That's true. It needs to be properly yeah. regulated to make sure that, especially people who are using it for medicine. It needs Mexico, to be legalized so it's properly regulated. They have such a long history too. They got to make sure that people that have been in the industry for a long time are included, and not just big corporate interests. Which kind of sounds a little bit like that's how it's going from the mm. the headlines of articles I've seen. I haven't, yeah, um, for sure, not read much or or really anything about this. I really should, and I will. But yeah, it seems like there's a lot of corporate entities involved, um, which isn't always a good thing. But I mean, true. But you know, at the we'll same see, time, though, 
the articles I've read have talked about trying to break the cartels, and I do like that idea. You know, sure, of course. You know, so if They're this actually get brought back though, into man. a craft business, you know, small small businesses growing weed, fantastic. Yeah. Mexico's got some amazing, amazing cannabis, like Oaxacan gold, Acapulco, all those, those, the climate, uh, man, the climate shit. Yeah, for growing weed. my favorite stuff. Yes, absolutely. Right, so what, what forum news have we got this week? Any, any forum news? I mean, the competitions are all open. We've got the, uh, guess the key rings yeah, competition. Yeah, we have that one. Yeah. I say seven. That's we do, um, seven. <laughs> what was it? No. What are you saying, GB? Uh, I was trying to say. I just see um I see Martin there, Martin Conlon for Martin's World. He said that we should get um Pepe Rivera on for a chat about Mexico and the laws there. Might yeah, be worth we'll, it. We'll try. We'll try. Yeah, that'd be interesting. We'll talk um, to anybody if they'll talk to us, man. Yeah, we've had cool. a few changes. What else is going on? Uh, we're going to talk about some changes to the podcasts as well. And there's a thread up on Percy's where you can go and have your input and let us know what you think about the show and what we should change. We've got some ideas for what's coming up in the future, but we just want to get some feedback from the listeners before we make all of the changes, just to see what you think as well. We're probably going to get rid of the smaller sections like Stone and Movie Clubs, Train of the Week, uh, Tangent 420, Truthful Spoofs, Stone of Quotes. That'll all be going. We'll be keeping the meat of the show. Uh, we'll be doing the news with uh, Grow Diary section. We're going to bring in a diary from the forum every week and discuss how it was grown and, you know, the different aspects throughout the growth, what tent it was grown in, what nutrients it was fed, all that sort of stuff. And then we'll do grow guides and interview like we usually do. And then after the interview, then we're going to do an after party where we're just going to chill and get high and go off on tangents because, you know, we like to do that kind of thing. We do. So, as, you, and, as you can see from the start of the show. <laughs> yes, because they're only on... Uh, news and events, and it's half hour through. So, with that, let's move on to the Stoner Movie Club. Here we go. Oh. Oh. Fucking even that fucking tune's a long one. I'm turning it down. Yeah. Shut up, Stoner Movie Club. Fucking long ass tune. And now we're okay. 45 minutes through just because of the fucking intro tune. <laughs> right. It's movie club. Yeah, man, movie club is gonna be so quick this week. We all <laughs> sat down to watch Pineapple Express. I love that one movie. of the best fucking funniest stoner movies, in my opinion, because it's stupid stoner, but not too stupid stoner. And it's just <laughs> it's funny and it's just hilarious. Well, we all sat down to watch. There was a good gang, gang of us in um movie club this week. Yeah, and GB didn't want to fucking listen to the movie on his headphones. So he said, fuck it, I'm going to plug it out and listen to the movie on the, on the laptop itself. Well, when I done that, didn't it mute the whole fucking thing for everybody else? So everyone watched the first half of Pineapple Express in the good old days of all picture and no sound. We had a good conversation with Galando, though. It was like a private little meeting, man. It ended up decent, to be fair. I think we should I get know. Galando on the show sometime if he'd want to come and have an interview with us. His son has uh, some issues. You know, hey, he has Glando's a good, a good story to tell, man. And, you yeah, know, we do like him. So if you're off with Galando, we should do that sometime. <laughs> we do like him. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> it helps if we like you to come on the show. Really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'll know if we don't. Really? No. But uh, anyway, 
as I was saying, so Movie Club kind of was a bit of a washout this week. So I was going to say it is up to the viewers and up to ye. If you want to do Movie Club a repeat, we can do it again on Monday or Tuesday. If you want to do it, let me know in the forum on the thread and I will organize it for um, that night again. But if not, we will just continue on and we will have a new pick next week. So either way, there will be a new new trend. So let me know before, say, the start of showtime tomorrow, what you want to do. So you just have the guts of 24 hours. So let us know over at policiesgrowing.com. Yeah. Let's, let's go on the grow guides then. Let's do it. See, that was nice and quick. Nice and quick. So you don't mind listening to that whole tune. It's not very long and it's groovy. <laughs> so grow guides this week, we're going to be talking about the predatory insects you can put into the grow room that's going Ooh. to eat all of those nasty spider mites and thrips good and bugs. different kind of insects. The good bugs you're going to find in grow too. Now, this is, Yeah, this is a TG's speciality, really. Actually, yeah. He, he knows all he's, about bugs. He's, he's on that constant battle. He's the master in the group, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, relative master. I don't know that much. I'm not an entomologist. But hey, I do know more, you know more than me, work. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's all yeah. perspective, man. <laughs> really well, we, we know when, fuck all, so it's all down to you, bro. <laughs> we we all well, know our, our strengths, and, and this is not mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, the ideal method is cleanliness. Just don't get a fucking infestation, as we always say. That's mm-hmm. best. But yeah, I mean, depending on what you have, uh, there's different bugs that like different things, just like different people like different food, obviously. We all know that. But, you know, the most common things, I guess, with spider mites, fungus gnats, thrips, aphids, um, there there are a few that kind of cross over between uh, different uh, pests, like the nematodes I always talk about, for example. They'll eat both uh, fungus gnat larvae in the soil as well as... Um, Rip larvae that also are in the soil, so they're kind of a two for one. Nice. Um, and there's a lot of other generalist predators, like um, there's one that that uh, I use for thrips called Orias insidiosus, which is a pretty cool name. They're basically just little predatory uh, assassin bugs, I think they're they're commonly called. So um, why do they have these fucking names, man? <laughs> well, yeah. those are those, those so, scientific names. in the species. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do something different today, right? We're gonna take this grow guide section and we're gonna name these <laughs> little bastard number one. Oh, right. You mean I have I have to yeah. I have to try to pronounce this name, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Let's, let's try and what was that last one you said there, TG? What was that book? Orias insidiosus. Right. We'll call that one the Orion insect. There you go. I like that. Makes sense, right? Yeah. The Orion insects. Orion insects will will kill them bugs. You see that? See how much easier that was? Nice and easy to remember. Orion insects. But oh, just don't go and ask for them, yeah, because you look like a Ken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Orion bugs, please, mate. Fuck. <laughs> but no, because whoever you buy them from might listen to the show as well. And if they don't, you say, listen to this episode yeah, of High and Sykes, Hunger, Sykes yeah, knows this they're actually, Yeah, they're actually called pirate bugs. You know, pirate um, bugs. Commonly, okay. pirate bugs. Yeah. Maybe there's a podcast that's already done this. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, um, it it all really depends. It depends. Like, I I wouldn't be a fan. 
myself personally of into of adding more insects into my grow room if it is in my house. Oh, you know, mm. it's it's even if they are well friendly. I hear you. Insects, to me, they're still fucking insects, so I wouldn't <laughs> be I wouldn't be into having them myself. Um, I know uh, another fairly common one would be the. Dal- no, the Dal- Dalatia horiaria, which is also known as oh, that's the rove beetle. Yes. Okay. Yeah, beetles are great. The rove beetles are good, and if any, and they're good because they fly around the place independently and things, and they do. They they're they're great for fucking um, nice. fungus gnats and um. Pupating trips and it's like the RAF man, you get to see some little insect dog fights up in the sky in the in the grow room, man. (laughs) But you see the thing is, the 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 good thing, sorry, I was going to say the good thing about them and the bad thing is, the only bad thing is they don't go for the they don't go for the larvae. So you're gonna if you're gonna use the likes of them, you do need to think of what's gonna come come in and take care of the the babies of the fucking. Yeah, well, of course, you, you got to know your enemy sort of shit, right? And mm-hmm. depending on what you're doing, you know, in Zombie's case, uh, well, he's a soil, or you use soil, you're here, I don't talk third person. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's not like a, a microbe, and like is it a festive soil. The reason I don't use the severe measures you do is because I don't want to kill my microbial population, basically, right? So I use yeah. less things, less severe things. But um, yeah, bad. it all depends on what you what you need to what you're working with and yeah know your enemy because like like greenbird says i mean you don't want to introduce a bunch of bugs that you don't necessarily need a lot of these bugs if there's no food for them um they kind of just they'll either go dormant or they'll start feeding on other things like a lot of them will eat pollen or you know plant matter detrital plant matter and stuff to kind of just feed or feed themselves while their main uh prey isn't isn't available but you're not going to get them like coming out of your tent because just like i don't go hang out outside in the winter because it's fucking cold and shitty and i'll die i stay inside (laughs) where my house is and where my food is right Right. just the bugs will do that too they don't generally migrate at least the predatory ones um and even even the the pests you know like they don't you you, they will get out but generally they want to stay where there's where their where their home is right so but yeah, you got to know what what you're fighting before you you go and introduce a bunch of bugs. And there's always there's a bunch of different options for each one. So it's it's I don't know almost excessive to go through all of them because there are a lot, and I don't know enough about each of them to really go into. But uh, um, what are you saying, monkey? You, you know something about bugs? Uh, yeah. Not a whole lot about bugs, you know, because I I'm kind of with TG on this. The best way to, to handle bugs is not to have bugs. You know, yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. But I mean, yeah, there are some some good bugs in, in your grow room that you, you kind of want to keep there. Um, I, I mean, I can't even hardly pronounce half of them. One of them is like Stratiolapis or something. It's it's a a predatory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, it's a really good one. It, it goes after yeah. lots of different predators and, and bad things, but at the same time, I can't pronounce it. But I mean, it's a small little, um, it's a little brown mice. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a small little brown bastard can't even spell his name. (laughs) It's uh, the the hypo, the hypo, uh, hypo, 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 hypo,
I do don't don't mind bugs in my grow room as long as I do know that they're okay bugs. I mean, mm-hmm. I constantly have bugs in my grow room. Spring tails. Yeah, man. If you I ain't mean, gonna I'll eat my plant, just cool. summarize every time um, what I water, I... it's springtails everywhere coming out my cocoa. But that mm-hmm. those bugs are actually helping my plants, so I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. What are you, you saying, gotta, Jason G? Well, I was just gonna say quickly. Um, what I mentioned about some bugs being generalists or, or attacking more than one pest, those do exist. And what I do, for example, or my method is kind of, I put in two main bugs always in order to, to take out 90% of what's going to come in. So I use the, the, the nematodes I mentioned before, which right. kill the fungus gnat larvae and the thrip larvae. And I also use a, a type of mite. They're called uh, Amblyceus swirsky. If you just type in swirsky, W or S W I R S K I I, that'll come up. Swirsky mite. Um, those attack actually white flies, thrips, and spider mites. So you kind of, if you have those two bugs in there, that covers most things. And like I said, aphids aren't really that common unless you bring them in because there's a massive infestation outside. Right. But okay. aphids are a lot easier to avoid than the others. But if you, those two bugs, I will say I always have in mind, regardless of if I have pests or not. And that usually keeps all the pests that I do end up getting in check. What so, two bugs were they again? They're the the nematodes. They're uh, uh, what are those? Well, first of all, the mites are called Amblyceus swirsky. So just type in, or I'll type it in the the YouTube chat here. I'm just on a different page. Right. Uh, so swirsky mites, and then where'd, the nematodes. Where'd you get uh, them from? Well, this I'm on a uh, it's a shop in Canada called Natural Insect Control. It's where I buy all my beneficial insects. Just as a, see, if you just Google something like that, usually you grow shops yeah, them. but yeah. they have a lot of good. Yeah, yeah, grow shops too. I get a lot of some, my stuff from from the local garden store. But Steiner Nema Feltier is the uh, is the nematodes I use. Yeah. So that's the in the chat. Shit, there is nice the mite. You know how you how you googling that. <laughs> predatory bugs for cannabis well yeah just predator beneficial nematodes is is what they're calling or nematodes even well you say say, then you know shit about bugs too right no i know i know loads of shit about bugs they're little bastards and yeah not coming not not happening in my tent ever again (laughs) that's it end of story hot shot no no flipping what's it and again (laughs) people don't like them but you know they do their job they do they kill everything uh, you hear about ladybirds a lot though right ladybirds are okay but the problem is with ladybirds is that 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 they don't like to stay around in one place and they're really hard to keep indoors right so one thing i heard about ladybirds and i've never tried to use them before was they they kind of tend to crap on your plants yeah they do they pee as well tg says they're fucking really slow one of my plants it's bug bug poop no no they're not very effective i find in that if like if you're trying to control an infestation, no, they're they just kind of walk around. The larvae are really the ones that do the, the damage, and right. unless you have a whole bunch of ladybug larvae out there, yeah, yeah it's not really. So you gotta really... have a shitload of horny ladybirds and Basically, give it a yeah. week or so. I mean, like <laughs> that is possible, but I find they're they're probably better in a in a bigger environment. So it's yeah. more of a, a generalist, like a and secondary a kind of warehouse or something. But yeah, yeah, a, something like a greenhouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but ladybug, the same with green lacewings. Lacewings are awesome too, but they don't stay not exactly. Yeah, they fly around and it's the larvae that you want with them as well. 
Right. So. This, this is what I like me uh, me hot shot strips as it goes. I know, like like I say, you're not are not into it in a massive way, but they do what they're told. Well, you know what? They're available to me, and if I ever have that problem, I know they're there. Um, well, to be honest, monkey mate, I had no choice. Like, the thrips, <laughs> the thrips had got so bloody bad. Mm. I, no, I mean, it's no other way of getting rid of them. Definitely, I mean, it, it's an option right there, and so definitely, it's it's information that I will keep. If it gets that bad, I'll nuke the tent. Yeah. That's it, man. Dimethylchlorine, <laughs> I think it's called the, yeah. the chemical. <laughs> Isn't it gasoline? No, it, I mean, it's literally you know, a mile down the road. <laughs> I go pick it up off the shelf. So, yeah, it, yeah, it's definitely an option there. So, yeah. yeah. Beneficial, so, um, beneficial yeah. They're great. As long as it ain't going to eat my plants, I'm happy about it. I've found springtails in my cocoa before. It happens when you use uh, molasses. I've found whenever I use molasses in my cocoa, I'll find springtails. I've never hmm. used molasses, and I've all—it's it, the can of cocoa, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put yeah. it on molasses yeah. because you know I, I, I bought the, the compressed brick of can of cocoa. I rehydrated it. I basically didn't do anything to it, and I always have springtails in there. Now, hmm. doesn't—I mean, I'm not afraid of that because springtails are doing really good things in that pot. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. I mean, I, I, I bought other brands and never saw that, but canna seems to have springtails. I like my spring pails. They're always all over my sticky traps. I feel bad because they're all fucking dead. But <laughs> I mean, it looks like like uh, somebody's peppering the top of uh, the the bucket every time I pump out the the, the runoff because spring tails are. I mean, I've got them by the thousands. Many, mm-hmm. many. Do you know what's odd about Crazy. the fact that you're saying that uh, specifically canna? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know if this is coincidental or what. Canna seem to have a flipping a post specifically related to springtails. Wow. On you their know, website. I'm, I, need, I need to go and look at that then. Yeah. Maybe they're sourcing uh, it from somewhere. And they know it's already laced with fucking springtails. Cocoa with free springtails. You can kill them off easily with springtails. Just let the fucking cocoa dry out for a day, man, and they'll be dead. You water them out the next day. There'll be millions like, of them. But I've never had a problem from them ever. Hmm. You know, my plants are, I mean, good gosh, go go look at my diaries. I've got springtails in that cocoa. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, even worry they do fine, man. They do. I remember the first time I found them on a free car. Oh, heck yeah. But it was like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, they're happy little things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm they're not, not really happy as it goes. <laughs> I'm just Looking not one for adding more <laughs> insects. Even as I said, even if they're beneficial, I've heard mm. just too many horror stories of people that have gone in and because there wasn't, uh, say, a large infestation or something else, they added a few things in, but because there was so much, the population of what they put in to to sort out the other one because it was still an abundance of food, they just fucking shagged and populated like there was no tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Some investigation. All that bug jizz all over your buds. That's why it's sticky. I just, I'm not one for it. So I, I am more of like the, the, the zombie fucking fashion. Just nuke that shit with whatever fucking thing you can. Try using that from method worse. Yeah. Good thing about these, like no pest strips, is that they're vapor based, so they don't actually come into contact with the plant. What the fuck is that? Is that one of them friendly little bugs you got there, TG? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That's not no, me, that, man. That's that's the end. Yeah. Oh. That's Springtail, man. He looks yeah. happy there. Smiley face. And shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a young Springtail. <laughs> the ones I see. I have their larvae. I'll, I'll see if I can pick. It They're just fucking weird. horrible. I just um quick thing for Mistaz there. You were asking me any idea where in Ireland. It is really hard, my man, to find the likes of that in Ireland. Um I know this little insect or the small exotic farm has shitloads of them. Excuse me, I don't know if there's any of the type that you might be looking for, but they would have other insects that will do similar things. They might be just a bit mm-hmm. bigger. Um the other things, um, nematodes and things, it's just, it's so difficult to find them. And there's um, plenty you can do to get yeah. rid of boxes. This isn't the only way. Yeah. And over the last few episodes, we've managed to go through the most the most common bugs you're going to find on your plants. And you'll be able to get rid of most of them easily. And always as a last resort, there's pesticides that you can use to get rid of them as well. So don't ever it's panic. Prohibition. It's always fixable. I mean, the message, I want, I want everybody well, the message I want everybody to hear is that the best way that they get rid of bugs is not to get bugs. Mm-hmm. Avoidance is the best thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. prohibition is a big um, obstacle for us to be able to access some of the things because if we didn't have prohibition here, I'm sure there will be people that will be purposely breeding these insects for people yeah. in our industry as such and in our maybe there's a gap in the market there for you there maybe start breeding well, they, them little bugs <laughs> they are used in the horticultural industry so it's just you know put on some shades and go into the you know your into your garden place. center you know <laughs> yeah no, what you know, do for a living i'll breed gangerificus nuts <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah no but yeah yeah it is hard enough to find them, my man. You can get nematodes sure. up in, um, as far as I know, in DIG in Tala. They have um, they have a small selection, and I think possibly get up and grow in Henrietta Street in Dublin City. I think they have they have a selection of insects as as far as I am aware. It's been a while since I've been there, but so don't quote me on it. But I think yeah. so. I think that's about it then for the predatory insects thing. I know there's a lot of complex words in there. Just try and sound it out when you put it into Google. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you can do, man. And Google will do the rest. It's reliable. It'll be the, don't you mean this? You're like, yeah, that's the one. (laughs) We are showing results for this. Is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah, thanks, Google. Google's pretty smart. Maybe too smart. Maybe too smart. Go might be the option. Yeah. That's if you can spell it. Alta Vista, <laughs> you guys like Alta Vista or Ask Jeeves? Uh, oh yeah, remember, wow. Ask Jeeves. I remember that. Well, I am here. Ask away. <laughs> right, so cool. If you need to know, if you get bugs and you don't know what to do, head over to Percy'sGrowRoom.com and start. Who are you gonna call? Percy's Grow Room. Yeah. yeah. Free membership to anybody who listens to the Han Homegrown. Exclusive. <laughs> Exclusive. Yeah. Just for you. You hear you you talking to you listening you get free membership of percy's grow room do your own shit. don't waste it come and mm. sign up see there percy's groom.com let's let's go to strain of the week then let's ping monkey it's down to you bro well you know um i have a lot of strains in my tent growing at, at some time and i suddenly realized that i'm looking at a lot of things all gelato so let's talk about gelato this mm. week Gelato, to me, I like it. Uh, I like it a lot because I grow a lot of 
pauses and everything else. I mean, I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. That's me. <laughs> but it's about a it's a it's a fifty fifty kind of hybrid. A little bit more maybe to the indica side, and and that's maybe why I like it so much. But what I like about the gelato is is uh, I don't know. It's so easy to. You know, I remember sitting there on the interview with my um, oh, come on, Big Buddha. Milo. Milo. Yeah, Milo Young. Yeah, he's talking about Skittles. Uh, and that, that was me, but I'm talking about gelato because, you know, it's mm. just, it's something I always go back to, always mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. back to. Um, it's, it's basically, it's, it's a hybrid between sunset sherbet and thin mints, Girl Scout cookies. And, but to me, when, when it's grown correctly and you have to grow it correctly, it is one heck of a, a pleasurable smoke. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think I've grown gelato G before. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've got a lot of that in the jar still as we speak. But yeah, Gelato OG is just basically a cross going into the uh, the OG Kush side of it there. But no, Gelato itself, though, um, if you grow it correctly, it's going to be sticky, sweet, flavorful, and not so much of a medical marijuana, so much as a recreational fun marijuana to me, at least to me. Mm-hmm. They say it may relieve bipolar, chronic depression, fatigue, headaches, inflammation, insomnia. To me, gelato is happy weed. This is that's five o'clock weed. That's that's something mm-hmm. I can sit down after I'm done done work and, and, and roll one up and absolutely relax. And it's, what's it taste like? Very fruity. To me, mm, I like fruits, man. I like fruity <laughs> strains. You know, citrus. Um, I almost want to say pineapple. The stuff I've grown, at least. Mm. You know, it all depends how you cure it and everything like that, though. <laughs> but it's going to be a really, really fruity, really, really flavorable strain. It's not an herbal strain. So, if if you're partial to herbal, nah, this is not yours. But if you are partial to fruity and kind of you know sweet, this is that gelato is definitely where you want to be. Mm. So I know this is, has anybody else yeah. grown this one besides me? I think I've grown. I don't know if about the original gelato. I don't know. I've grown so many strains. Is... I don't get a fucking clue anymore. Well, gelato. <laughs> the thing with gelato, it's been hybrid so many times. So yeah. yeah. Gelato is a it's a fucking burner, isn't it? Like the cookies fam and that shit. Uh, right. That's uh, the, again, the readers. I... I didn't hear like that. Like burn, you know, the burner, the wrapper, and the cookies found. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. who uh, bred it, right? Mm. Um, they they did all those dessert strains and shit like that. There was some claiming that that certain people were, were you know, the wrapper thing, saying it was theirs and all. No, I, I couldn't find a, a consistent story there. So I'm really yeah, not I, I know it's super popular, but I don't know. Oh heck yeah, man! Everybody was thought it was burner everything, man. I remember when it, all you could it's get spam. was like haze or cheese, and then it's you started to get zittles. It's like what is zittles? And then well, then there was everything gelato. Turns everything mm. turns sweet, and mm. that's what gelato is. You know, it's 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 like candy, candy weed. Yeah, so many different types now. Yeah. that's probably why I don't. I'm not into these desserty, really fruity. I mean. Ironically, my crystalline energies and the, the blueberry OG Romulan Kush is very fruity, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know, just the, that hyper sweet, like the cakes, and the, not really my I thing. Love sweet but, uh, weed, man. Love good weed is good weed, though. Fruit you know? weed. Mm. But you know what? The missus really, really loves it. So I grow it. Yeah. Um, you do what you got to do, man. Yeah. That's it. Find your flavor and you stick with it, you know. 
But yeah, I mean, I would definitely recommend gelato and gelato crosses. Like I said, I've grown more gelato crosses than straight gelato. Matter of fact, I just got some seeds coming from Percy's uh, gelato wedding cake. So yeah, that's ah, going to be an nice. interesting one there. Mm. So Shabinsky too, yeah. I'll have to uh, yeah, throw, throw that yeah. one back into the rotation of the tent. You know, one more to add to the list. Maybe I'll get to that like three years from now. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> You know, it is monkeys always got more strains than he has tent. Yeah, and this section doesn't help. <laughs> no, I mean, because I, I, I have to read about another strain. It's like, oh, maybe I should move my rotation again, you know? Mm. Well, That's a, whack, a, a quick little uh, notification in there for that LAPK. Everybody's loving that one. Mm, nice yes. week. You too, man. I mean, oh, nice. yes, I am. That LAPK? <laughs> uh, I've got That's one. Plant. I, I pulled one early because it hermed, but I've got one in the tent now, and I really think this is going to be a record breaker for me. Mm. As far as, you know, yield and strength and everything. It is amazing. Nice, nice. It's always good to hear, man. Yeah, always. Aggression. That's what we do it for. But anyway, if you're going to try a new strain, consider gelato. If you like the sweet stuff, this is it. It's nice. us, you know. 20% THC, uh, very low CBD, 50-50. It's right in there in your comfort zone. Sweet, man. GB, say I like to meet a good vanilla kind of aroma mm, flavor. Mm, mm. Um, and it, uh, it's so hard mm. to find it in a weed. Do you, it is, man. I must ask you. I what, must... Which strain have you had that has that? Vanilla I, I, Kush from Barney's Farm. Do what now? Vanilla Kush, oh, bro. I haven't, I haven't oh, tried that. Mm, I haven't mm, heard mm, Mm. I, mm. Grow, I grew out my caramel cream because that's what it was meant to be vanilla. I got no vanilla off of vanilla It's one of them temperamental terpenes, man, really hard to keep hold of. Mm. you got to really look after the plants to make sure you get that terpene come out and then dry it and cure it for a while. But, but yeah, vanilla kush from Barney's Farm. Mm. Hmm. Maybe I will give it a go. Delicious, week, man. There's so many anyway, delicious sorry for interrupting you, monkey. Oh, good. Yeah, let's oh. go on to the interview this week. Let's do that. So, yes, we're on the right screen, aren't we? I'm so stoned, you know. I'm nearly drinking. I've got the munchies. You know what I'm saying? Water paper again. The interview's coming. So we're going to go grab some munchies as we do during the break. Grab some munchies mm-hmm. in the drink. Tra- chat some shit. I hope you all do the bagel. same thing. Love Roll some some cannabis cigarettes. If you don't know how, there's a nice video on PersiesGrowing.com <laughs> yeah, channel. Some messy cannabis. You, know? you don't want to, you <laughs> don't want to <laughs> go and look at that video. <laughs> no, you want to say, Whatever. listen to this <laughs> epic interview with Lou. What, what I'm saying is, though, you know, where's your videos, bro? Where's your videos? You all go on about my video and, and the mess I'm making shit. Let's see. Let's see what you've got, man. Let's make some videos, bro. <laughs> I usually smoke it on by the time I thought about making a video. <laughs> you got to do it while you're rolling. Yeah. Anyway, the interview. Yeah, GB, you want to tell everybody about me? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. No, um, Luke. Luke is an MEP. Luke <laughs> Ming Flanagan. He has the nickname Ming because he looked a bit like Ming the Merciless. <laughs> That's why he, he ran his um okay. campaigns. Originally, had Ming the Merciless on his posters back back in the day when he originally ran for um local yeah. office and that. We he don't... is. Yeah, he's um he is an Flash absolute. Gordon Ming the Merciless. 
Wow. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's why he went. And that's where he gets a name and everybody still calls him Ming. You nice. know, in Ireland, he is um, he is quite a character. He has he has um, sent like weed to all the politicians when he was in office. He talks about it himself in the interview, so I don't nice. want to say too much. But he is um, he is probably one of he is probably the leader, I would say, or was the leader of cannabis in Ireland. He has yeah, gone man. kind uh, of a bit quieter in it now. What we're talking about uh, cannabis in Ireland as well, there's Martin's World in the chat, man. If you, uh, Again, we mentioned last week as well. If you oh, haven't yeah. checked out Martin's World podcast yet, then do check it out. It's a great show, man. Um, and make sure... Show. And make vote. Sure, that's it. Make yes. sure you go over to vote. We do have a link. Um, what is the... It's the Cannabis Awards. Martin is in there for... Um, Cannabisactivism.com slash awards or something like that. That maybe. is it, something like that. Um, it's a really, it's a, the awards are coming up soon. It's for cannabis activism. Martin deserves the vote for everybody to vote. So if everybody can go over and give him a good vote. Easter egg, man. Uh, don't don't forget, you can vote more than once, everybody. So if you have already done it, don't think that you can only do it once. Get back over there and do another one. Nice one. Nice what, do, what does he get if he wins, GB? Um, I don't what know. Do you get if Mary, you win? Tell us. A medal or something? Yeah, do you get, do you he get gets to say, to fuck you, I won. You can't get access to now because you're only a normal person now. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not sure what he wins. Anyway, the interview. Oh, yeah. Going off on your tangents well, again. I say it's probably just a little Tension ass, yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. So, yeah, we go on to with, with Luke Wings yes. on again. So. Enjoy, yeah. everybody. Yes, um, we'll be back we in go. about half hour. Nice. Roll. Smoke, get high, enjoy the interview. All right, lads, how are you doing? Not too bad, Luke. How are you doing? Very good, very good. Uh, Luke, first, just before we start the interview, do you do you want to be called Luke Ming or? I don't mind now. Uh, either way, Luke Ming, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. Grant. Um, so, Luca, are, are you a cannabis user? I am, yes, indeed. I, I, I started using cannabis when I was uh, nineteen. Actually, I, I left uh, my the town that I, I live in now at the moment. There's about uh, two thousand people living it. I left there in nineteen eighty nine when I was about seventeen to, well registered for college so um it was a reason to leave home and the first year i n- i never tried uh cannabis for some reason uh the second year friends of mine did so i did and from uh since that age uh i for basically 30 years yeah i'd abused cannabis yeah so yeah everyday smoker for the whole time ah uh, yeah yeah Re- regular uh, be- before i go for a run uh uh, generally, that's uh, the way I'd uh, done a couple of marathons, but yeah. I'd either go for long walks or go for runs. I have a bit of a, a bit of an injury in my ankle at the moment, but uh, right. uh, there's, there's nothing better than a, a, a twenty kilometer run after a smoke. So. Well, you're not allowed out anyway, so <laughs> no. Well, you, you can go five kilometers, so uh, the, cool. You can, you, you can make up quite a decent run in that. So uh, you've been a, a cannabis user for the for pretty much thirty years, but you were also a member of the European Parliament. Yeah, I'm I'm a member of the European Parliament since uh, 2014. This is my uh, second term. Uh, the first term was uh, 
uh, if, if you can call being an MEP regular, it was a bit more of a regular term, but uh, this term, my second term, I'm doing it from uh, basically uh, doing it remotely. And right. that I was a member of the Irish Parliament for how many years? For basically three years. I was on my local council for seven years and I was the mayor of my county for 10 months until I got elected to my parliament. So, so it's unusual for somebody because you're open about your cannabis use, being a politician. The people you're working with, the other politicians, were they frowned? Were they frowning upon you because of it? Well, um, uh, they, they, they obviously were, uh, uh, but... Uh, strangely enough, uh, even though they, they don't uh, want uh, to legalise it, there isn't a majority of members of, of the Dáil or our parliament uh, who want to legalise it. At the same time, uh, uh, they didn't seem to think there was such a big deal uh, uh, with it. And right. strangely enough, like when I was a member of uh, the county council, I would have also been a member of the local education board and a member of national uh, education board as a result of being a member of that and uh, there was no ma- a big deal made of it, it I, mm. I have to say there's a bit of a bizarre disconnect but uh, uh, so be it mm. I, I, I was telling the lads not so long ago um, I think it was a campaign or an election stunt was it where you sent was it 200 splits to all the sitting TDs yeah in, uh, uh, I decided, uh, well, I had I planned it for a few years, an idea of organizing a national legalized cannabis day and trying to just obviously draw attention to it. So in, uh, let me see, what year was it? In uh, 2000 and, uh, 2003, I think it was, uh, I in November of 2003, I decided to uh, basically uh, send a, joint, uh, a pure grass joint to every member of our upper house and our lower house, uh, which in total at the time would have been 166 and 60. So <laughs> 226 joints uh, to them. And also uh, to send 200 joints to uh, one each to uh, different members of the media. And uh, uh, with them, I sent them a letter saying that today is National Legalised Cannabis Day and obviously stated that uh, it's to raise awareness about the fact that prohibition didn't work. And to the TDs, uh, or the members of uh, the parliament and the members of uh, uh, our government, uh, in their letters, I specifically reminded them that they were in possession of an illegal substance and they should report it to the local guard the station. So their local police station. So inevitably it set off a, 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 bit, of, a bit of a chain reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good fun. Um, uh, it was good fun rolling them. And <laughs> I, have to, I have to say they were, uh, they, they were, they were more uh, uh, a work of ec- expert um, uh, airtight rolling than uh, containing an awful lot of cannabis. But each and every one of them contained uh, um, uh, cannabis leaf or a, a tiny little bit of bud. So it, it was interesting posting them all um, on the main street in uh, Dublin at the GPO, <laughs> uh, which is where uh, where the the 1916 uh, revolution, uh, where basically uh, the the big battle took place. So it was awesome. uh, it was kind of fun uh, posting them there and just waiting for. 
inevitably what was going to happen the next day. And very interestingly, out of that uh, situation, um, I was never, I never actually got a criminal, re I've got a criminal record for possession of cannabis on four occasions. Uh, but for that particular situation, even though it was an open and shut case for cultivation, for supply and for possession, um, uh, uh, they they never prosecuted me. So I, I have a letter uh, from the Department of Justice because I made sure they sent me one uh, telling me that they weren't going to prosecute me. So I don't know, what does that tell you? Uh, I kind of got, got it legalised for myself that day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, that was brilliant. I remember when that happened. It was just, it was fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's a... Uh, I think something like that now would be would would uh, would uh, uh, maybe cheer people up uh, mm. uh, during the whole coronavirus thing. Mm. Yeah. How many of them do you think tried it? Um, well, I would have imagined uh, quite a few of the journalists would have, uh, mm. but uh, you know, um, I'd say they would have been. Now that since I have become a member of the parliament, the one thing that will be going through your head is, I wonder. Is he checking out to see how many of them reported it to their local guard station and how many of them had been handed back? <laughs> I, did, I did get a phone message left by one particular TD, and I'm not going to hang him because he left the message in fairness. And he, he said, hello, uh, this is, and he said his name and he goes, he says, you're some whore, which is a, is, is a phrase as opposed to describing a sex worker. And uh, 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 sending a joint to me, he says, we're really going to enjoy this tonight. But I don't <laughs> think I, he wouldn't have particularly enjoyed it anyway, because what I sent to the TD, the members of parliament, it was, RH was bad out leaf, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you didn't want to waste it, really, you know, 200 joints. If, if I was convinced they might have smoked, uh, I would have sent them something decent. Mm -hmm, for sure. So, you can understand, you know, 200 joints with at least half a gram in each. At, at, le at, least, at least one row. But, you know, the, the funny thing about it is at the time, you know, um, it was like being, uh, for years, I'd never been stung by a bee. But once you're stung by a bee, uh, the, the idea of being stung by a bee or a wasp isn't uh, particularly scary anymore. And what when I originally came out and started talking about this, and decided I was going to run for election. It was like, my God, what would it be like to be raided? What would it be like to end up with a criminal record? And uh, once uh, kind of that bit of fear went out of it, for that particular event, I actually grew them plants in the front garden of my house. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and, and it, it, I be honest, like you can say, oh, well, was it bravado? It wasn't actually bravado and it wasn't like, you know, F you. Uh, it was to kind of make the point that I'm not hiding because I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's a bit, I, the people who didn't see them it was down a country road, but there would have been a little bit of traffic. I'll put it like this. Someone would have went by there seven or eight times a day. And a couple of my friends would have called into me. Now, I would have told them when they had left. And they're like, what? I've got, I, I, just to see. And people don't even see it if they're not looking for it. I've had plants in my backyard that they, people, they don't know what they are unless you oh. tell them. 
Well, yeah, and it, but you know what? Even there's a lot of my friends really do know what they are, but it it, it actually convinced me that I wouldn't have seen them and mm-hmm. I would have walked by them. Uh, so, but that's that point really came from you know having to send an awful lot of those. That's why. Uh, that was all part of that process. So I, I got all of that from leaf out of that. I had so much leaf out of it that I had to chop it up with a, a garden uh, 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 thing. So um, <laughs> that, yeah. all, that all got uh, sent away to them. Oh, you know, so. It's a good form of activism. Uh, it was effective at the time, you know. Um, I, a, a different method needed this time. Are you still a member of the European Parliament? I am, yeah. I'm. Uh, uh, I'm in my second term, and uh, this is uh, basically I'm into my seventh year as an MEP. So, what's being pushed forward right now with uh, with in regards to cannabis legislation in Europe? Well, really, uh, from from the point of view of the competence that the European Union would have over it, you know, other than talking about it and not really doing anything about it, there's, there's not a lot that they, uh, they can do. But the, in relation to the court case on the CBD and THC levels in, uh, uh, in hemp products, um, uh, there is a move now, there is a, a written question and uh, being put in, which will be, will be done at a European Parliament plenary there is an interest group which I now I've now become a member of. It's just starting up, and um, an inter uh, an intergroup of just different MEPs. So we're going to try and work on it. But really, uh, where it's at ultimately is in the national parliaments. And um, uh, what I do for many reasons, I mainly work on the agriculture committee and on the reform of the common agricultural policy and how our food is produced and how it will be produced in the future. Now, there is, I have had amendments on regularizing the levels of THC in industrial hemp uh, in as amendments that have passed in the reform of CAP, but that would be my main work, which basically would be outside the cannabis activism area, but. I have always thought that one of the best ways, because, you know, there's nothing worse than sounding like a broken record. <laughs> and there wasn't a danger of it. Uh, it would have been inevitable if I continued to talk about legalizing cannabis all the time. Yeah. And one of the best ways that I believe I can legalize cannabis is if I can prove I can do lots of other things as well, mm-hmm. uh, such as um, help the farmer in the local area to be able to get a payment for growing his hedgerow or whatever. And uh, that that gets people to see that, um, well, actually, you know, and this has actually happened. You know, I've had farmers say to me, well, you know what, in fairness, you stand up for the small farmer when it comes to the common agricultural policy. See, do you know what, I might listen to you on what you're saying about legalizing cannabis. So mm. in a way, even though I haven't, and I could say guilty, but I don't feel guilty about it because I had my reasons. I would be guilty of not being as active as some people would have liked. But in other ways, that's been a good thing for the overall. Yeah, I think we all do things in our own way, as long as you're doing something, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you bring plenty true. of awareness to cannabis. The fact that you do tell people that you're a smoker 
and a cannabis yeah. user, but you still go out and get things achieved. Yeah, well, we have, you, we have, uh, uh, as you, you might have heard, we have uh, uh, a big news uh, this year in that Gino Kenny, uh, an existing member of the Irish Parliament or the Dáil, I keep repeating uh, uh, the Dáil because you get accused of being a West uh, Brit if you uh, <laughs> if you call it the Parliament, but um, it that it it there will be a bill uh, debated and voted on uh, in the Irish Parliament this year. So um, we're uh, I I am talking to Gino Kenny, the, uh, the 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 member of Parliament who's doing that. And a lot of what I had in the bill in 2013, he's looking at putting in this bill. And anyone who's familiar with what they've done in Colorado, I wouldn't necessarily 100% agree with what they've done in Colorado, but that was the template for what I did. And with a few tweaks, really. And he, he's going to have a, to use a lot of that. So we, we will have a debate and we will have a vote in the Irish, uh, uh, the lower house of the Irish Parliament uh, this year. So uh, there's, will it pass uh, that, and all that, that's obviously going to be asked. It's going to be brilliant to have a debate in the current climate uh, 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 on this topic. And uh, I think it, I got eight people to vote uh, for what I had in our Parliament in 2013, eight out of 166. Wow. So there will be more than that this time. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, there, it will be, a, it'll be an interesting campaign. Yeah, I, I can see, I can see it going to be very, very interesting and difficult, especially when supposedly the only party that has a cannabis reform policy, apart from now the people before profit, were the Green Party. Yes. And sure, did Naaman did Naaman only stand up before uh, before Christmas and say Ireland's not ready for cannabis? Yeah, but this this comes is and this is like only shortly afterwards, it's it's announced that Ireland consume the most the seventeen percent of the population or something consume cannabis on a regular basis. We're the highest in Europe for cannabis consumption. As a politician, Luke. It you work amongst these people and you are a politician, but not the usual type, you know, you smoke weed. So it's all good. <laughs> but uh, it's, do you think that it, they have some kind of agenda on why they don't want to legalize cannabis or say that um, they are even for it? Or do you just think they're just, they just are uneducated when it comes to cannabis? I, I, I wouldn't say in many cases it would be as sophisticated as having an agenda other than the agenda of how would it impact them electorally? Would mm. it affect them uh, keeping their seat? And uh, obviously you have to drill down into that logic. And when you drill down into that logic, um, it becomes illogical because uh, it isn't uh, that radical a proposal mm -hmm. of a proposal anymore. Um, I'm not saying there'd be a majority in favour of it, uh, who knows, but uh, when it comes to the general population, but from the point of view of um, uh, damaging your political career, um, I, I, I can't see how they'd argue uh, that anymore. That would be one of the big fears. Um, uh, you could also say that there are competing industry uh, uh, interests, industries uh, right. as well. Uh, such as the alcohol industry, they might be afraid of it and 
they would be a, a strong lobby group in in any country, but uh, definitely a strong lobby group in 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 Ireland. So uh, there would be that with it, and then there is the the fear of the fear of having to change your mind and publicly change your mind. Uh, that's difficult for uh, mm. for everyone, mm -hmm. and uh, no matter what the issue is, and a lot of these people would have made very, very strong statements on the issue over the years and would have made uh, with some a lot of strong statements and a lot of rhetoric comes a lot of mad talk and uh, unscientific talk. And, uh, you know, um, they'd, they, they, they really, it's, it's, it's a difficult topic for them now to come out and say, yeah, it should be legalized and I was wrong. But yeah. at the same time, um, uh, we have done it on uh, repealing the Eighth Amendment, which was basically legalizing abortion in Ireland. We have done it when it comes to uh, gay marriage. Um, uh, and uh, uh, those those things have happened by popular support. And look, I think when it does happen, it, it will happen um, uh, in such a way that the biggest party will propose it and uh, it will be their idea. Mm. And uh, they, will, uh, they will then say, yes, uh, we did it. To be quite honest, as long as it's done in the right way, I don't really care who gets credit for it. But uh, mm -hmm. um, it's uh, at the moment, uh, they, for some reason, they're, they're scared to do it. But once the debate gets going, because this, as a result of this uh, member of parliament saying they're doing it, it has to get media coverage and um, it will get media coverage because it's an inch it, it's a topic that they talk about anyways and um, it will get international coverage uh, because rightfully or wrongly uh, Ireland is seen as a bit of a place where people like to have a bit of a party and it's in, an interesting twist on the subject that we might do it in Ireland so from the point of view of the politicians, like they were looking in at the world, looking at them on gay marriage and looking at the looking at them on abortion. Uh, people like Leo Varadkar um, uh, or our our prime or our what you call it, our deputy leader, um, he doesn't he likes to look half fashionable on the world stage. So if a good campaign um is is ran, I don't think it'll be voted through, but I think it will get a lot more members of parliament to vote for it than people uh, would originally expect. Mm. And there's one particular party, the main opposition party, Sinn Féin, uh, of worldwide would have been Jerry Adams' fame up until a few years ago, but now with the, under the leadership of Mary Lou MacDonald. If you look at their support mm. in opinion polls yep. and you look at the age groups and you look at the support in the 18 to 35 age groups in one poll, like I think they were up near 50 percent. It was insane. The idea that a party with as much as politically clued in as Sinn Féin could not in would not in any ways balk or not seriously look at voting for a well-reasoned and a well-written and a well-discussed bill on taking yes, cannabis away from criminals and thugs. Mm -hmm. um, uh, well, 
I'd be surprised. So it, it's it it. I think it's going to get more support than people people expect, and uh, it's going to be difficult for certain parties to vote against it. And uh, I'm during the campaign. I'm going to try and make it easy for them. But if they're not going to vote for it, it'll be made very difficult for them afterwards. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's the way it should be. Before any election, you should be sending letters to your MP, your local MP, telling them about, you know, you use cannabis for medicine, for example, or you want to see changes in cannabis law, contact your local MP and let them know. And yeah. if if they don't do something or say that they want to pass these bills, even though their constituents have said that they want that to happen, then you vote them out next time and you, you get a new MP and, and see what their stance is. And this is how democracy and, and- kind of works. <laughs> as 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 someone who has been a member of councils and the Irish Parliament and the European Parliament, I can tell you for definite that when a letter comes in, uh, it gets noticed. If ten letters comes in, it really definitely gets noticed. Mm. And if it's an issue um, such as legalizing abortion, which was knife edge and no matter what sort of a political animal you are you know that people have voted for you who come down one side or the other of the app and it makes you think it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable and it makes you consider and uh, that that's what i can tell you that's what goes through the head of uh, someone that you write to are who are getting paid to do this. Mm-hmm. So the more people uh, who do that, uh, the more uh, politicians uh, will actually sit up yeah. and go, okay, uh, do you know what? Uh, the more people who do it, um, uh, they don't have to agree with you. These people will vote for things they don't agree with. If there's mm-hmm. enough people who go along with it, that's, 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 that's sad, but it's true. Well, it's the way it's supposed to be, really. Politicians are not supposed to use their own opinions but listen to the people who they are there to serve you, you know this is what my constituencies my constituents want yeah. so this yeah. is what i should implement in parliament regardless of what their personal beliefs or opinions are yeah, it's 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 a job of a member of parliament to provide uh, true scientific information to their constituents and let them make then they can make up their own mind exactly yeah well, it's about the the false false information that has been pushed on cannabis, especially in Ireland in the last 15 to 20 years, if not more. Um, it's got to be very hard for them, as you said, to try pull back and to come back because it is, it's just, it's an awful lot of it seems fabricated even sometimes. Mm-hmm. We have a lot yeah, of well, problem we, here. We get, uh, get waves of reefer madness, you know, uh, mm-hmm. from uh, the political establishment and uh, from uh, the, the, the the arms uh, in in the media, uh, like that that happens, uh, and the the even like I mean the relatively I'm getting older every day. Who isn't like in the twenty three years that uh, uh, I have been campaigning? You know, you get different waves of uh, confidence that things will change, and then then waves they 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 crash on the rocks and they go back out again, like. I remember uh, uh, David Blunkett um, uh, coming out and uh, basically uh, um, uh, dec- virtually decriminalizing cannabis in, in the in the UK. Mm-hmm. And you thought, okay, fantastic news. Then that uh, changed and they pulled back again. Yeah. And uh, then you hear news in the US 
and uh, bit by bit, okay, it's two seems to be two steps forward and one step back, but it's uh, a, that's a gain of one step all the way so far, you know. So mm-hmm. we're we're getting there bit by bit. See, I I reckon as long as there is still two two countries as such on our island, so as long as the UK is still up up the north as such, when they decriminalise or when they have a proper medicinal system, which looks like it's coming in place this year or, or so, Mackie, isn't it? What sorry? Yeah, a proper a proper medical cannabis system. No, and no, that's it's going supposed to... to be coming in 2018, but it's still not here, and it won't be for a while, I don't think. Yeah, but you know this kind of card and things, isn't that the way that's? Yeah, but that's not an official government thing. That's a private organisation who has released the card, and then it's like a promissory note in some way that the police officer who gets it uses their own discretion. They don't have to listen oh. to it. There's okay, nothing well, I, mean, I, I took that up wrong then. Yeah, a lot of people do. But when you look yeah, into it, it's not a government-promoted scheme. It's a private, you know, it's Carly's private organisation who's oh. pushing it out. I thought it was oh. a licence, actually. And then the police are aware of it and are like, if you see somebody with this card, they've got that because they're a medical cannabis user, so use your discretion, which they're supposed to do anyway. <laughs> so I think, I think probably the most significant thing politically that happened this year when it comes to the possibility of legalising cannabis in Ireland and all over the world, and this is a pity as well, it shouldn't really be like this, but this is the reality, is uh, the fact that... Uh, the Democrats uh, now are in control of both houses uh, in uh, the United States, and uh, uh, we we have uh, there's a Democratic uh, president. So there is some potential uh, 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 over the next four years to see a situation where you might see uh, cannabis legalized at a federal level, or in the next maybe a few years after that. But there is there is some hope, and I I, I think you're going to see it at a federal level in the United States. And from there, it will, it, it, we, we will not overnight, but in Ireland, it will be legalized then within a couple of years of what happened in the United States. Because um, a bit like uh, the silk stockings on the, uh, being shown on the cinema screens in the 1950s in the US, uh, they were frowned upon here uh, in, in Ireland at the time because they were going to destroy everything. Uh, but it, 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 it became normal because people watched it on TV screens and it was beamed into their living rooms every day of the week. So when it is legalised, and I think it will be at a federal level in the United States, when that happens, uh, we're just going, it's going to become so normalised on because of the amount of US mm. television that we consume. Like my kids have half yeah. American at this stage because... <laughs> so it'll become... It will happen as a result of that. We will, I, I, it's a pity we can't lead ourselves, but uh, the puppy dogs will follow. If you don't mind, how would you get involved in running in politics? No, no, um, uh, it's, well, I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, I asked that question once and I contacted uh, my local uh, uh, Department of the Environment because they were the ones uh, who were in charge of elections. And I asked them to send me out any information they had on it. And uh, how, how do you get your name on the ballot paper? And in the case of Ireland, uh, it depends on which election you're running for, but you can put down a deposit, uh, which at the time was a problem for me because uh, I, I, I basically, I couldn't afford it. 
or you can get signatures to get your name on the ballot paper. And I, I think in, uh, in the UK, it's a, it's a signature-based thing. Um, now, that getting people, this is where I had a problem, even with the idea of have, there was no signature-based uh, way of getting your name on the ballot paper when I ran it first. And uh, even if there was, it would have been a bit of a problem because I think I would have been able to convince maybe 50 people to sign it. But I knew what I was asking them to do. And I couldn't have asked them to do it because I knew what happened to me when I put my hand up and the amount of hassle that that I got. So um, well, I, I think you were right about that fact. It, don't go for the people who use cannabis. Go for your friends, the people who drink yeah. and put that perspective to them and say to them, how would you feel if you couldn't have that drink tomorrow? Yeah, if somebody just yeah. stopped you from doing it and you had to do it in the shadows or be prosecuted for doing it. Yeah. Don't speak to people they about it. They have I a good chance of it now because we're all in um, lockdown. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I, I, good think, perspective. Uh, I think there, there is a dual system in the UK as well. I think you can pay a deposit and uh, you'd have to get maybe 2% of the vote to get your deposit back. But the way to look at it is um, you, you, the deposit is, it's good value uh, for the platform that it gives you while the election is on. Mm. And it gets you into a, a radio studio and it gets you sitting at the table um, as, you know, a single issue candidate or if you want or whatever. I didn't run as a single issue candidate. Mm. Um, it gets it puts it on the agenda, you know, so mm. um, it's it's worth exploring mm. uh, how you do it yourself locally, because. Uh, in a local election, uh, the, the strongest argument is it's it's a waste of local resources that the council could be spending other money on, on not on policing, etc., and all that. So, like, it's 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 a valid reason to run in any forum, you know. Mm. Even 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 your uh, uh, the board of your local school. Oh. Yeah, man. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Luke. It's a massive I pleasure, man. And I'm sure you, you're a very busy guy, so we yeah. appreciate your time very much. Absolutely. Okay. And uh, good to hear about the Canadian uh, ex experience. Uh, um, um, I'm, I'm curious whether they'd let me in there with uh, the criminal record on my passport, uh, <laughs> uh, because it is for something that's now legal there. Time will tell. Luke, it has been an, uh, an absolute pleasure. Okay. Uh, I, have, um, I, I have been a supporter. I hope you do um, run again in the next time around. I, I, I voted for you in the last two times that you ran. So, um, uh, and congratulations as well to um, to young Isabel. Um, I see she's entered the world of um, politics as yeah. well. Yeah, my, my daughter has decided to go into politics and didn't tell me about it. But anyway, <laughs> I read about it in the local newspaper. Oh my gosh, is she running against you in anything? Yeah, she, she, she had a she had a a, a a debate on national radio about uh, the final exams in school because of the coronavirus, and uh, she she uh, she made a bit of a fool of the presenter at the end of the program. So excellent. Mm. There you go. So, so I right. heard it second. So anyway, well, that's it. Brilliant, Luke. Thank you very much. Yeah. Cheers, man. Bye bye. Bye bye. It's good to meet you.
the most people hit that like button. I hope you all enjoyed the interview, man. Luke's super yeah, cool. Yeah, it was guy. a really good one. Yeah, nice. Thanks for sorting that out, GB. It's a good interview, man. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and Luke doesn't do many interviews as such, so that's why I was quite um I was quite excited about getting them on. Yeah, man. It was a long one too. We had about an hour and a half, isn't it? Yeah, but it was about Obviously an hour and a half with it. Chop them down as we do. We do, which is a shame because there'll be a lot of good stuff that's be lost as well sometimes. But lots but of, lots of tangents. Will, you know? yeah. <laughs> Did you do well, this interview early? Because I missed this one as well, didn't I? Uh, uh, no, this was late enough, man, because Teach, yeah, yeah, I made sure it was it was late, it wasn't it? Because Teach, yeah, well, yeah. he was in work, yeah, yeah. and he was in. Uh, had to make sure he was back in time. I think it was after yeah, you recently harvested your uh, PK, so... You probably sleep. It's quite possible. <laughs> yeah. It's quite possible. It, it has had the habit of sending me to sleep recently. That stuff. Yeah, but not his um the things that he done like to sending the weed to all the politicians that time. That was just fucking priceless, man. Mm-hmm. That was just epic. And like he still smokes and he still blazes all the time, and he's not ashamed to say it. Like, and he'll <laughs> he'll smoke at home uh, back in. Well, I don't know if he smokes in Ireland. I know he smokes in legal countries, That's and it. he does spend an awful lot of time in Brussels where you can smoke. Well, you wouldn't <laughs> think we were talking to a politician in that interview. No, Ooh. you wouldn't. At <laughs> all. How many of those politicians not. that he sent it to actually smoked it? I'm sure a couple. there's a few. I'm a sure couple. there's a few of them probably yeah. went, oh, no, I could not. I must no, get that to the not while and let them investigate. Yeah, right. They snuck out into their backyard behind the shed. Well, he did exactly. say in the interview there was one person who got back to him and said, you know, he's going to smoke that tonight and enjoy it. Oh, good I shit, wonder man. which one that was, because there is so Please, many yeah. of them that fucking have all said that they smoked. <laughs> you know, like we've had T-Shocks. The T-Shock is our prime minister. Um, for people that don't know, um, Osquelga, um, he's a uh, he's even they they have turned around and said that they smoked and fucking like we've had we have ministers of health and yeah. everything that smoke and things and like all of these fuckers have all said that there was always a whiff of cannabis on campus yeah, yeah in UCD and in Trinity and but where you, all of these fucking rich cunts went but nobody else is allowed mm-hmm. you know it's it's classist that's what it is. So yeah, man, because you don't see young, you don't see young, drugs, you don't see young people of the, it is you don't see young people of the upper classes who all smoke weed as well. I went to a very posh school, very posh school, and everybody. Well, I won't say everyone, but I would say a good fucking at least forty to fifty percent of the people in there that I knew smoked weed, and they were all from really wealthy families. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't. Well, they don't have to worry about it, though, do they? Fucking t- no, they, they're not the ones that have to worry about it. It's the people from other areas and from things, and it's they're the ones that are picked on, you know, yeah, and they're the ones that are, are, are fucking sent class. to fucking prison for. So it is, it's completely classes, and it's oh, excuse me, complete bullshit. And fucking Ming, Ming, and Luke, Luke's every game, fucking he, he calls so much of it out, you know, it's great. And he is a good yeah. supporter of the, the upcoming bill with Gino Kenny. Um, I don't know yeah. if it's going to pass. I hope it does, but he's it's, a cool guy. It's not he's a well great... spoken and, and he knows yeah. what he's talking about. So that's mm. that's important too. But he wouldn't be where he is if he didn't. I'm sure. No, no. Well, he's he's been in he's been a politician since the late nineties. You know, and he's mm. been he has been repeatedly voted in as an yo, independent. Yeah, hold, hold on for a second. 
what the fuck is that? Too early. What the fuck was it? <laughs> no, I've moved on to what the fuck was that instead of going off on another longest tangent. So, see, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, it's the laughs> <laughs> we got three of these sounds to go through because you avoided last week's show. I did, yeah. Oh, well, I haven't I got have, the third I, sound, so I hope you remember what the fuck it was. I remember what everything is. I have told people <laughs> in the chat on Percy's what the sound was. Oh. So, obviously, you haven't read that. So here's the question: Which I don't read. What sound was? What the the last last but not last the last oh, but the last, last but not last, last the one that I missed last Sunday's. <laughs> I'm all what the fuck? I was finishing off the last piece about like the fucking person that you just interviewed, <laughs> and you cut me off. I think that's very rude, Mikey. <laughs> you good at doing that? Talking about that? Anyway, I thought you were moving on to something else. <laughs> we will get into it into after the tangent if you like. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. That's there we okay. Go. We continue on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, now we're tangent. I, I have made my point. Now we tangent ting in, in, in whatever the word is again. Yeah. Tangenting. Sorry, zombie. You can continue now, my good friend. Yeah, yeah. Please, zombie, continue, sir. I don't know what the fuck we were talking about now. We were Yo, talking about what the, fuck, what was the fuck was that like three weeks ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, three weeks ago it was it was something else. The, the week before the two weeks ago it was something else. Last week it was a, a car being dropped. So uh, NYC, it was, it was all, right, NYC, it was kind of like it was it was it was kind of like one of those moments where the sound perfectly described. I'm I'm pretty sure at the moment it was played on the show last week. It was exactly how I was feeling about my van. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so coincidental. It's fucking untrue. Um, but you know, like uh, you, you scrap yard, your car picks up the flip, your, your crane picks up the the car, and like drops it into the like compressor thing that squashes it into a little box. It's not the actual compactor that squashes it into the box. It's just a car being dropped on a bit of concrete from a crane. Okay. Let's play um, this sound. So we yeah. have a winner? Is that no? On. No, right, there's sort of like an a, a scale electric kind of sound loaded up for the old sound. So oh, that's a different one then. Yeah. So what's that one? Uh hang on. Uh, <laughs> oh that was that that's that's that, that's the paper shredder running out of paper to shred. Right. Oh. Somebody like, came close in the chat. Somebody it, said it was a paper shredder running. Uh, uh, mm. No, it wasn't running dry. Somebody said it was running dry in the, the the chat, but it wasn't running dry. It was it was a paper shredder getting jammed up on paper. <laughs> so it was a paper shredder. But it, it was, yeah, it was but paper the shredder. person who guessed paper shredder didn't guess right. The paper shredder was on the right setting, so we didn't. No, win. no. okay, right. There we go, everybody. I I I, 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 think, I think we should let that person win. Oh, I, I think off. we should let that person win as well, man. That's a bit sad. Well, I, honestly, it's, it's not my fucking show. It's your show. So you do what you <laughs> like. <laughs> In which case, I think Matthew Alton, was it? Maybe? Could have been. I don't know. Uh, did you say Doc or something? I don't know. Fucking, I don't care. 
I'm also Russell. It's somebody. Whoever guessed the wrong fucking guest last week is yours. Come on, we'll do, we'll do the democracy no, thing, on, man. I off. know you all like no, that democracy thing. No, it's thing. done now. What, what does everybody think? Should we give the prize out or should we? It's should done we, now. Uh, should we give it? It's done now. Oh, it's done now. Go on, rattle out the tram. Oh, I got a rattle. That was the word. What did you fucking say about 10 minutes ago? Not even 10 minutes ago. Oh, I think that was very rude. And now we're just giving out his and prizes. How many fucking dummies did you chuck out your prize? We're going to have to go and give it to Right. Okay. So, what are we saying then? We say we're give giving it, the prize out, right? We give it, give it, it out. Look, look, every week. They said paper shredder, man. That's close enough. Yeah, right. Paper sounds. Enough. It was a paper shredder. So next person that like says anything related to what the sound is, they're getting it. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, everybody. Chucky guesses in. Just get one word right. You know tonight. <laughs> It's a piece of oh, paper. Wait. No, it in fact is a newspaper oh, yeah. printer. Yeah, but that's close enough. So you check paper in it. Yes. Well done. <laughs> We're gonna win a chicken dinner. Fucking win! I've had more chicken dinner. Tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, did, yeah. Did, name didn't the name the brand, brand did it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a Rexel, by the way. If anybody needs oh, a gosh. hint, but if anybody just gets ah, that will do. Okay, yeah. Let's move on to the to this sound this week because we haven't done that yet. Let's. Do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to tell you what this sound is before we hear this sound? Hold on, let me. It's metal. <laughs> that means I got it right, right? <laughs> it's A. Correct. Right. Oh, yeah. right. That's the end of the show. Good night. It's metal. People. I already won it, everybody. <laughs> Bastards. Bastards. Yeah. Oh, right. So, yeah, that, let's play that sound again so people can hear it. It was a paper shredder, not the paper being shredded. Yeah, but what was the sound? Was the sound a paper shredder or paper being shredded? Because no, if it, the sound is paper, paper being shredded and you, and he guessed paper shredder, that's two completely different things. Um, well, no, it was the paper shredder getting stuck whilst trying to shred paper. <laughs> it was jammed. Or... It was more than five sheets, I reckon. I reckon it was about <laughs> ten sheets. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. Let's get off this fucking section. More than five <laughs> Have you your know, guesses. What the fuck was that? It's taken three weeks. You know, have, have <laughs> really? your guesses over at PersiesGrowingBell.com. Oh, no. That was close. That's very Be precise, close. everybody. Be precise. Be precise. Thank well, you. Yeah, just don't, yeah. <laughs> we, we need everything. Or don't be precise. If you can't be precise, you're going to get it anyway. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah, just, just guess something. We'll give you seeds. <laughs> Remember. Just guess and I'll leave it up to the rest of them. Uh, right then. Here's Tantra 420. So for 20 minutes, lads, we're going to discuss some shit. It's going to be Bermuda Triangle this week. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> disappeared. Huh? Well, can I, just, can I just say something before we go off onto this 420 and go back to that 420 that we were just on? Yes, Matthew Elton, you did say it was a paper shredder. Yes, Matthew Elton, you won. Congratulations. Oh, well done, Matthew. Yes, well Send done. him the fucking hey. message. He'll send you some shit. <laughs> again you know again <laughs> skills next man. week skills. if you want to get guess beach towel you might be close yeah 
is that a massive clue or just, no, just, that's just a random. <laughs> anyway we're on tangent 420 man you, we were in the last 30 seconds but yeah, we were triangle a, a we all know what the fuck that is but what the fuck is it about who thinks yeah. that uh, there's something dodgy going on at the Bermuda well, Triangle before we even start on the triangle I have to ask a question because this international audience here honestly and this is a good thing is are there any other areas mm-hmm. of the world that would be compared to the Bermuda Triangle no to me the Indian Ocean is very mysterious because it's completely on the other side of the earth but how come it hasn't fell off? The whole thing. <laughs> well, it is when you put into people who said that um, they, they could possibly be places in the Gobi Desert that have um, these electromagnetic um, forces, which are supposedly these gate, excuse me, gateways. There's okay. one, um, supposedly, there is um, this big, like, Super, not supernatural, but like this, a, a gateway or something in Iraq, and that was like that. The whole Iraq War was a cover to try get possession of <gasps> this. So, it's it's on, cover up. so that just yeah. went fucked up. Explain that again, GB. What what happened? To answer my yeah. question. Basically, there are other areas in the world. There is other areas if you go. Yeah, if you go, if you look at it in the electromagnetic fields okay. of these places, that they. Say, like, you could walk in and the compass will just spin for no reason. And you walk outside of, like, a couple of meters outside the thing and the compass is working perfect. I've heard this about the Bermuda Triangle, that, you know, instruments stop working and and, uh, Mm -hmm. you can't find out which north and south and all that stuff like that. So, okay. So this is not just an isolated phenomenon, then. This no, no, no. This there's is, a place uh, in Mexico too that yeah, is yeah. really the, fucked up. The, and only plants only grow in this one spot, and it's weird magnetically. I can't remember the name. Mm-hmm. Of it, right. This, this is. Do you remember? I was talking. I actually ties in slightly with one of the other tangents we've done in the last couple of weeks, where I was talking about the portals, like Stargate and things like that. Right. And how that they were saying, like in all, all of the old or the the, the ancient civilizations that we have, mm-hmm. they've all had these things where it's a portal to the next world, to a next place. So all you, of these have their own version of these yeah. things in everything. Like so like Lake Titicaca and that yeah, area. There has to be something, lads. There has to be something that, like, the weird. Part, if the ancients, the weird part about this whole thing to me is it's not just ships, it's not just planes, it's everything that's been reported in the, in the triangle as being, you know, odd. You know, ships, entire cargo ships disappear. You know, and, oh, yeah, you know, flights of aircraft just go away and never come back. So mm-hmm. it's weird. Well, according to the statistics, the, there's, the, you're no more statistically likely to go missing over the Bermuda Triangle than anywhere else on the planet. There's not been any extra disappearances or anything. So it's just a massive piece of ocean. It's not extra disappearances. It's unexplained because even if a, a liner with fucking containers or shit goes down, something is going to break. A seal is going to go. You're going to have wreckage. The same with an airplane. That's why the likes of this MH370, is it? Yeah. That has caused so much. Yeah. To, yeah, it has caused so much kind of uproar about because they think they found a bit here and they think they found a bit there but they're not sure and if they found wreckage like in one but they have found bits of wreckage of it they never find parts of planes that go missing parts in of that this ocean area. is miles deep 
Miles I know it's miles deep, but they have fucking they have stuff that can penetrate all the way down. They, they have, have radar uh, that, that's we, in satellites that can no, penetrate. Lights can only travel a certain way down. We think we can down. see everything, GB, but we don't. I mean, what we can't see, we can't see. I mean, I'll just be blunt. You know, yeah, I know that, but like you see, if they're even doing like a sonar thing, if they're going along, if they see something that they think that oh, well, that doesn't really look like it's a natural anomaly, they investigate yeah. that area. The bottom of the ocean is like two percent map right now, and that's oh, at a yeah, pretty shit that. resolution, so it's yeah. pretty, but. I mean, but you do what I see, what I mean about like they do know. find these wreckages and parts and things of that mm-hmm. from planes that have gone down and from boats that have disappeared. And they go, okay, yeah, we are able, we're not able to get to it. We can't see exactly what happened or get the black, but we know this is where this is the rough area where it went down. Well, they have none of this evidence of stuff that has disappeared. They have just bloop, disappeared. Right. And, um, you know, what I what I like to look at in this whole thing, you know, I, personally, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it right now. I'm not a believer in the Bermuda Triangle as being, you know, something special. It's just an area of the Earth that bad things happen sometimes. But how do you how do you have an entire ship just sink and go away instantaneously? Like the Titanic did for nearly a hundred years. Oh yeah, but that, that that's a that. Yeah, but again, they knew where they knew where went to survive. It's a exactly. different thing. Exactly. Never yeah. looking. Well, just they look for Amelia Earhart, never found her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, well, they do think they found her now, isn't it? They found her on a. They they mm. reckon they found wreckage of the plane, and it was in a different place to where they thought, wasn't it? It's was somewhere in fucking. Uh, was it off Hong Kong or somewhere, or off fucking? Oh, it was over that end of the world. They reckon she no crashed now in order just before during the war or some shit, mm-hmm. isn't it? And then yeah, they, they she was kept as a, a prisoner. But in the I uh, was... something not so long ago, but the fact that I'm a fucking stoner and it wasn't overly exciting to me, I don't retain it. Going back to the tangent in the Bermuda Triangle, though, if, have you all heard of the theory of, uh, I guess I'm going to call it aeralization? Yeah, the methane yeah. bubbles under the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is possible, too. It is possible. Too. I mean, it's... But how does that work on planes? That's exactly oh, what's going with this, yeah. It's a guess, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, methane, it's, it's methane drop, the drop plane. a plane? A massive bubble of methane coming up like that? Like, I mean, it'll disperse, but if there's, like... I guess I don't know enough about like fluid dynamics. To no, know, actually, but... I do know a little bit about that, and thank you for bringing that up because you're okay. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Please go ahead. No, methane... Like an intro to an intro. No, it's like <laughs> holy crap. Yeah, I mean, I studied this shit. So, uh, no, methane <laughs> is actually you can fill a balloon up with methane, and it floats like helium. It's it's really really light stuff. So yes, if if you had a massive methane bubble, it could definitely be different for an airplane and cause a plane to go down. But I mean, it would have to be a huge bubble. Yeah, it would have to be massive. That, that Chokes, massive yeah. bubble would that would have to be like a massive, say, like an eruption or something underground or yeah, a yeah. massive. There's event some huge anything. fucking reserves though under in the ice under in the deep deep oceans, um, and as the oceans warm, this this uh, ice is melting and it has massive reserves of methane. Same thing is happening up north, right? Permafrost and shit, but there is big deposits of it under the ocean as well yeah, I've heard yeah. Yeah. that with an airplane now that, insane man i know but that wouldn't explain in bermuda where it is very toasty warm 
Well, yeah, not the bottom of the ocean. To hide under. Well, I, even if there was a big event, if a plane went down or if a boat went down, if it was true that theory of say if it was a methane release of a thing, surely they would have some sort of reading from something that oh we have something like not everything in that area is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, we don't have sensors on the earth that can can sense what atmosphere is where. We not atmosphere. No, I mean it was like a we're not like a a under the ocean. It's fucking massive pressure too. You know those type sensors. They not pick something up now, or like maybe nobody's looking. Like yeah, true. The the ocean's huge, and the Bermuda Triangle is huge. Yeah, well, it is a big L fucking area. In fairness, oh, it's huge. I mean, unless you're James Cameron and you just want to dig into the mantle for no fucking reason because you have a billion dollars. Not too many people are just like, let's see if we can, you know, unless there's money to be made, they don't give a fuck. And that's probably why we don't know too much about this. But Um, money motivates. You do do have the the wormhole theory, which will be the science fiction side of it, Daph. And that is another thing that you can't say that it's not or that it's, it's out there because people are, are trying to look for purposely for fucking wormholes either to another dimension or to another fucking that'll bring us to a different part of our galaxy or fucking whatever. I just watched Star Trek. What about if all them methane bubbles are just like cracking farts, man? <laughs> cracking is sleeping and it's like Oh, uh, Cthulhu is sitting there. Did, we did it last mm. week on the tangent. Shout out to Cthulhu. Cracking thing. Kraken's yeah. such a cool monster. <laughs> Maybe the Kraken lives in, in you know, methane. I mean, it is. A, it's a weird gas, and it does. It'll choke out your engine because engines need oxygen to burn, and if there's no yeah, oxygen, yeah. it's been displaced by methane. Your engines just go bleh, and they yeah, fucking die. I mean, that kind of flipping, uh, um, what's it in in the air? Mm-hmm. It, it'd be dissipated massively as soon as it came well, out. I agree with that, but. And, I don't know. Like I said, you know, I don't know how much of this shit is coming out. Maybe it was like an, a once in a thousand year event where a bubble just came <laughs> up the size of fucking Britain, you know. In, in which case, though, the Bermuda tri- Triangle would have been a once occurring event, wouldn't it? No, but not- again, no, but again, you are no more likely to go missing on a plane or a ship in the Bermuda Triangle than anywhere else. So what you're saying is that, that they're not reporting anywhere else is they're just reporting missings in the, the Bermuda Triangle to try and yeah, dig yeah. it up. It's like the, the Loch Ness monster then it's fucking... Yeah, because people think it's a thing, it's a yeah, thing. They go they, plane they flock there in, in thousands in, Yeah, plane goes missing in the Bermuda Triangle and people are like, Oh, it's the Bermuda Triangle again yeah. because well, it's an event. But a plane goes missing in the Indian Ocean. But see your theory there, Mikey, of that the who's to say that they are even reporting a fraction yeah. of the things that are going missing in the Bermuda Triangle. They're really could be just saying, oh, no, it's perfectly safe to go to these places. <laughs> perfectly safe. Yeah, perfectly <laughs> safe. Come to the Bermuda Triangle yeah. and feed the Kraken. Like the big, and it might not be even the big planes, the jets and that now, because they're flying so high. It could be smaller little private aircraft that's going to disappear and flop. But again, it's so me. big, man. If a small aircraft went over there, then it's got more chance of running into problems because it's just a small plane. Then big planes can handle like high altitudes. 
small but that's what i mean it could be a small little ones and you might not hear about it because if you have a population say in america of fucking millions of people and if somebody is just gone missing and doesn't want to be found and if they're trying to do a runner and they're flying in a plane over to somewhere if that plane goes missing it could be smugglers it could be people things it could be any anything at all it could be just somebody trying to fucking get away and it goes missing there's nobody to report them what do you mean there's nobody to report that they're missing so how do they know that if there's a flight path they could have just changed off and tore off course and things and then it's gone down in the triangle nobody knows that they were meant to be there so nobody knows to look that's true <laughs> It could be even the electromagnetic <laughs> things that like people, they don't know where they are because they're, all their compasses, all their navigation mm-hmm. equipment is gone. It's disappeared. And maybe there is something like the Kraken. They're all in Atlantis. Fucking, yeah. You know, <laughs> and they're just stumbling across some <laughs> fucking big government site. We know there's islands and things that are hidden completely on Google yeah, that's it. That They're in Atlantis. They've been things. captured. And once you <laughs> yeah, get there, no you're not allowed say, out yeah. again. They're there with there's the not to say there's not a small island like Hawaii or not even like Hawaii, even a small the plane, island like say the, the Canaries <laughs> or something in the middle of an ocean that nobody knows about because if anyone goes there, well they do not leave. No. <laughs> yeah, that's fantasy <laughs> island. It's a, government, it's a government facility that does not exist that nobody knows about, and damned if anybody is ever gonna find out about okay, it. And that's it. GB will no. never be seen again. It is where the lizard people <laughs> fucking rule the planet from. No, we got a, a new tangent already. Mm. Lizard they, 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 yes. Tune in the same time people. next week to hear the lizard people. <laughs> yeah, so did, is the Bermuda Triangle a thing or what? Nah. Uh, to me, uh, I think it's basically statistical. Basically, more people report problems there than than you know. I don't think it's actually going to be any higher risk. Than anywhere else on earth kind mm. of find out flight simulator oh a few things Ooh. have happened there but i mean i think you could i mean look at mh370 i mean come on gb you brought that one up Ooh, well, where the heck is that you know that's why well, well. they, 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 they did kind of explain that the, the 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 way the geology is under the flipping ocean it kind of directs currents this way and that way and it has a like the 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 sort of well, there is a road wave massive waves well. and shit. Well, yeah. I mean, it's also an area that's well known for shipwrecks back in the yeah. day, colonial America. That's that's still Spanish gold down on the on the ocean, you know. Yeah, that's again, right. I mean, it, the, the the geology of the sea, the the the, the seabed has, hasn't changed, does it? It's still the same. No. So no, maybe that's where language would still be the same. It could be just, but if you look at it as well, it could be just getting two opposing fucking currents that are yeah. coming through. And it's ro- right ro- in the middle. You're as well. They can come in and knock a ship over so easy. What happens if they both come in uh, like opposing sides and you're flipping little boats in the middle? Whoa, hold on a second. I just. Oh no. Triangle. And then you do have you do Triangle. have serious storms. Matt, Matt, you know, Mackie's just been sitting there with one of them like clear whiteboards like they got on the, all the flipping TV shows now, jotting all this shit down. He's just figured it all out. Illuminati. Okay. Well, give oh, it well, there you go. The Illuminati, man. It's the only thing that makes sense. It's a triangle. Is that, that's the lizard people the same thing? It could be TG. Mm-hmm. It could be the inner circle, <laughs> <laughs> the inner, inner triangle of TG. And he's yeah. flipping fan yeah. club. It is. You guys have figured it out. Now I am going to have to end this. Yeah, you know, you're missing your hammer and your sickle and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's getting bad.
<laughs> no, it's not hammer and sickle, it's a divider. Oh, yeah, and the pyramid, man. And the eye, yes. We need the eye at the top. Yeah. Mm. I'm looking at my symbol now. It's pretty fucking like esoteric. Yeah. You never know. Could be. Yeah. The muted triangle. Who knows, man? Yeah, knows? I don't believe in anything though, so that's just the way it is. Like if you go watch yeah. uh unexplained or one of them old 80s tv shows about paranormal all that shit i don't believe in any anything they show in any of them no yeah. i don't believe in it's ghosts just... and things but i do believe that there is a possible something out there that we're not we are not meant to know about that they are trying to hide because they do not trust who's that. they though they there's lots of things that the human world. like we can't perceive shit we see visible light that's it but there's a lot mm-hmm. of other stuff going on so Indeed. Maybe it was just a you know like a, a weird thing. We were somewhere weird in the universe as we spiral around the center of the galaxy, and that was fucking, you know, we got zapped by something right at that time, and then all of a sudden these lore because people couldn't explain it. So what do they do? They make shit up that it was fucking some crazy thing like we always do. Well, I mean, yeah, I it's always you know aliens, magic, or whatever. You know, yeah. that's how we explain I mean, things when we can't. Maybe, uh, but probably not. Right, right, so. right. But yeah. We just don't understand it, so that's what we do. We simplify yeah. things. Indeed. Debbie Downer here, hey? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you, Tichi. No. <laughs> hey man, so Tangent 420, this is one of the sections that we're going to be getting rid of soon when we come to the new show, because we've got a whole new structure lined up and shit. But we still will go on these many tangents. We just won't have an idea of what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Normal, more organic. Yeah. Like, fuck me, did you see in the news that, that have you been watching it? Yeah, quick tangent there. there you the, go. In the news in the UK, that, uh, what's the name, that chick who's been, <laughs> who was killed by the police officer? I can't remember oh, her name. Oh, Sarah, isn't it? Yeah, Sarah. Sarah's yeah. had one over there. Any, any, in fairness, anyone that gets murdered by a fucking tip, but then for it to be murdered by somebody who is supposedly sworn to, to protect you is something serious. What happened yeah. To, yeah. Brianna Taylor, I mean, that thing is still going on over yeah. here. And yeah, that kind of situation. Name, that's unfortunately yeah. a name that I'm not going to forget. Yeah, bad times, man. Uh, things are changing, hopefully. Well, People are going to be so crazy in 20 years' time when weed's legal. <laughs> you see, I yeah. feel terrible. I used, I to, I used to know the news so well, but with COVID, because it was just all doom and back gloom, in the and before times, just COVID. <laughs> I just, I don't even listen to the radio. Like I drive around COVID? every day without even <laughs> turning on the radio strong, purely because it's just COVID, 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 COVID. That's yeah. fucking shit. Yeah, because that's all that's been on everybody's bloody yeah, mind. It's it? not COVID, COVID, COVID. Now it's fucking. Megan and Harry right now. Yeah, That's yeah, been yeah, yeah. News and, this and week. Uh, what's her face? Uh, uh. Not interesting either, in fairness. And Piers Morgan walking off the show. Do you see that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Piers Morgan is a prick, man. He's losing it. Andrew, which they should be, the motherfucker. They should be. It's a big fucking. That's what. That's what it was. They fucking turned around and said it to him. Here, Harry, you're gonna have to go and fucking. Just cause a scene elsewhere so oh, that people are talking about that six, instead of fucking five, talking about the paedophile in the family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Biggest go. scandal yeah. ever. Oh, All right, truth or spoof. Yes. Truth or spoof. You know how it goes. Three statements. Two are true. One is false. You had to find the spoof. 
because it's Mother's Day in the UK and Ireland today, I thought we'd do this one about Mother's Day. Happy Mother's happy Day to all the mothers Day. out there. Yes, happy Mother's Day, Mummy, if you ever listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our mums haven't probably listened. You got a message so, in chat now. Somebody's mother might be listening. <laughs> you know, no. uh, anybody out there who is a mother, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. Really? And anybody out there who is a father, bad luck. Yes, it's not your day yet. Like fucking 350 for a card as well, a little bit of writing in it. It's like these fucking it's emotional blackmail, man. It's extortion. We, we ought to go is. into the card printing business. It is just you. a hallmark industry, all of it. It's like fucking oh. Valentine's Day. Anyway, bullshit. anyway so let's go on to the questions. Yes, you know, <laughs> people spoof this shit, man. We just went on right, number one, <laughs> one of the earliest Mother's Day celebrations was in ancient Rome. Number two, Mother's Day is celebrated in 46 countries around the world. <laughs> Question three. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. That, that giggle when you said that? <laughs> because when, when I said celebrated, <laughs> it's just when I said celebrated, it sounded really brummy, you know, okay. celebrated. <laughs> All right. And in the UK and Ireland, Mothering Sunday is celebrated on the fourth Sunday of Lent. Okay. So there we go, man. Monkey, take it down. You go first, bro. Oh, man, you're going to make me go first. Yeah. In the UK and Ireland. Two places I have no clue, honestly. Wah, wah. <laughs> really, thank you. I mean, that usually puts me at a disadvantage every time. <laughs> so I'm going to leave that one alone right now. Mother's Day celebrated in 46 countries around the world. Hmm. I don't I'm know. Change the date again, by the way. This is tough, man. This is really tough. <laughs> I think I'm going to go ahead and go with, with three as being the spoof. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. For Sunday in Lent, that means it moves. I mean, I've seen mobile holidays in the U.S., but do other countries do that? So, yeah, that's my answer. Three. Number three for Monkey. GB, you are next on the list, sir. Uh, they all kind of seem very plausible to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody feels the same thing I do. I mean, you get Mother's Day questions and you get real humble real fast. Yeah, well, it's not even that when <laughs> when you ask about like because people think when it comes to Lent, think people think like, oh yeah, Ireland Catholics, they should know this thing. Uh, I had no absolutely sweet fuck all to do with the Catholic Church, and I'd rather say that way. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I think I think Mother's Day is. I think two is is the thing because I think it's only really celebrated in certain countries. I've only really heard of it in Ireland, America, in Canada, in England, in Australia, and that I haven't really heard of it in other countries like in China or anything like that, or big other countries. So yeah, no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two is false for me. Okay. Well fucking three sounds dodgy too, Ooh. because I've never See, heard of Muttering <laughs> Sunday. Ever heard of Muttering Sunday in my entire life. So that's why I'm kind of a bit gagey about that. But right then. CN, you want to take that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in answer to your question, GB, uh, Muttering Sunday is what it what it's always been called. Um, number th number three is is I think as, as far as the Muttering bit, I'm pretty sure it is. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Again, it's the it's 
Uh, is it? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the fourth Sunday of Lent. Um, question two, I'm going to go with being true as well, only because I'm pretty sure that Mother's Day goes back way further than ancient Rome. I thought it was around Rome. And... I'm pretty sure it goes back to bloody, oh, I don't know, 800, 900. Obviously a good question this week, Mackie. Yeah. Hmm. Say nothing. <laughs> I'm going to go with number one being the false one as it goes. Because right. I think it's further back than that. It's your turn, T.G. Um, yeah, well, as with the rest of the panel, I also have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Being from Canada, and our Mother's Day is in May, I think. Right? And we're men as well, taking into account. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. The, I'm going to go with ZN on, or ZN, as we say. Thank you for that. <laughs> with, Somebody uh, pronounced my name number right. Number three, because I trust him. That was his, his Lent holidays. You know, he's really into Lent. Oh, no, sure. he's not. <laughs> um, and number two, that, yeah, that could be false. I think it's number one. I'm going to go with number one just because, like, the moms and like the female kind of entity was always celebrated even more so in ancient, ancient cultures. So it depends, I guess, what you define as a Mother's Day celebration. Yeah, well, the, the divine seems, feminine, yeah. Yeah, it's always like been, it's, it's it only... a bit earlier. Because ancient Rome isn't that old. You know, they're only it was 2000s. Catholicism that kind of put an end to the yeah. divine feminine. And then, yeah, came the, the patriarchy came in and yeah. So I'm going to go with number one as well. Agree with Z or ZN. Okay, so no clean slate this week. Nope. <laughs> spread everything. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we spread, spread them about again. Yeah. Bastards. Oh. Anti All right. So, well done on your Mother's Day knowledge there, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Here is truth number one. Boom. Mother's Day is celebrated in 46 countries around the world. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's it? Oh, okay. Yeah. There's how many countries? There's like 192 countries, isn't there? <laughs> I would have thought it was celebrated unless I thought really it was only going to be in Spanish and English speaking. A lot, a lot of countries look at women as second flipping rights citizens, don't they? They can sell you stuff for your mom, but everybody's going to do it. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. You know, I completely forgot it was Mother's Day until I came downstairs and it was about fucking four hours later. The other half said to me, did you say Happy Mother's Day to your mother yet? I went, what? No. Why would I? Is it because Mother's Day today? God, for fuck's sake. Prove it, man. I didn't even rang her or nothing like, you know. Google Mother's Day facts and you'll find a link, but I'll tell you, it's one of the ones at the top. I didn't work too hard to find them. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to the questions. Truth yes. number two. Oh, interesting. There we go. Yes, I didn't have any suspense on that one or anything. Just rip that plaster straight yes. off. In the UK and Ireland, right. Mothering so Sunday is celebrated on the fourth Sunday of Lent. Yeah. You know, mm. I guess I need to go ahead and study more UK history, facts, things like that, because these questions always mess me up. I don't know. 
just how him don't be wins um, again. Fucking, as I said, I got it completely again. wrong, and I meant to be. Don't be wins again. <laughs> You're a little bit closer to home than I am, but yeah. And ZN makes up for his loss <laughs> last week and his forfeit. I'd have won it last week as well. This if I was here, evil laugh. Right yeah. I just played up another fucker again, man. So one of the earliest Mother's Day celebrations was in ancient Rome. Is false, and I've seen Woolly. There in chat, mention it was Greek, and that is correct, Woolly. The the first early, Greek. the earliest Mother's Day celebrations were in ancient Greece. Go on, Woolly. Well, then again, really? it was probably the there. <laughs> the Greeks are only the first there. ones who wrote things down. Really, in slate, an awful lot of stuff was um, lost because it was passed down Syrians. through. through um, what, what, like display, if you know what I mean, true fucking knowledge that way. Spoken knowledge, not written knowledge. Yeah, there's no pictures. That was in. I'm sure, I'm sure the Vikings and pagans go back way further than the Greeks, and they had, um, they had ceremonies and things in celebration of of mothers and fathers and. The Vikings Vegas. wish they were that old. The Vikings are only a thousand years old. They're yeah, fucking young. Sure. Yeah, but no, I mean, no, the Vikings per se, but they're I mean, the Germanic. They're the Germanic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah man. Sure. So, I jumped to go with Vikings. They just had them on the brain because I play the game non stop. That is a bit of Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, so there we go. Well done. There we go. Uh, cool. Who got it right? ZN. ZN. Rocky Chan. Top Billard. See, and, we and, and Woolly gets extra point there for uh, knowing it's where it was false. false. Tej and Bundetaker. Yes. And Alterigo. Alterigo. Who's that guy? That's a new guy. That's What's a new guy. Alterigo? Oh, hello, new person. Yeah. Anybody else here who, in this chat? It's we'll obviously a play on Alterigo, but hey. Let's do. Know. Let's do a. Oh wow! How did you figure that out, man? Oh, and oh. is that a new person too? Wooly is a history teacher. Yeah, oh, here we go. Stone <laughs> quotes, everybody. Yeah, man. Like I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man. Where the cat talks, I wanna. I got a thing to say, man. I was gonna say it, but I forgot it, man. TG, it's down to you, man. <clears throat> right. So this is kind of a little uh, mnemonic, I guess you kind of call it. Not really, but you know, as stoners, we. Uh, you know, GB and I were talking about this earlier. You walk into a room and you get a bunch of shit that you didn't get there for. You go back down and you get mad because you didn't get the thing you actually went for. And I do this all the time. I forget shit. So when I go to work or when I actually, when I leave the house anytime um, for, a, for an extended period of time, I always have a, a saying I say to myself. It actually comes from a movie that I used to watch when I was like uh, grade five, grade six, like maybe 10, 11 years old with John Leguizamo based on the short story, The Most Dangerous Game. There's a movie called The Pest. And uh, what he said when he, when he left for his work was uh, spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. And watch. <laughs> but I had weed on the end because, you know, I always take a little uh, care package for myself um, of various sizes, depending on where I go. So I, I say spectacles, testicles, wallet, watch, and weed. Um, and it's, I, I, I have something like that, but it's just, have you got your weed? Because I leave <laughs> and I can be 15, 20 minutes away and I go, 
where's my phone? Or have I got the keys to yeah, the I'm office? The or have I got fucking, <laughs> I go, oh, where's it? Have I got my weed? And I'd look at it. That's a good one too. Very straightforward, you know? yeah. And that's it. I, I, will, I always have my weed. Always have yeah. it. Have I got anything else? No. So yeah. one has their priorities, right? In some ways. And testicles, I'll say, you can make that represent anything. Right now, for mm -hmm. me, testicles represents my key card to get in at work. So I always say spectacles, <laughs> and I have them on my head. Testicles, okay, that's at work. Wallet, I tap my pocket, got it. Watch, yeah. got my phone and my weed. I look and see I have my black bag. So yeah, yeah. I've got go. a black bag as well. <laughs> my, mine's a nice rubber-coated black bag, so it stops the smell too. You oh, just see that video from Adam Sandler. Bag. Do you ever see the video Which from Adam Sandler phone wallet keys? No. no. Oh, you're all missing out, right? The show's nearly at an end. After this, make sure you go to YouTube and search for phone wallet keys by Adam Sandler. And he, he just does this kind of rap thing. He's not a rapper, it's so, you know, it's are not we, Are we all going to go yeah. there expecting greatness and come back and go? Oh, it's it? funny, man. Yeah, it's right. funny, man. He's, he's, he raps about phone wallet keys and all the shit you need to all remember right. when you leave the house. And then, he, then this, you need to remember that and that. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's only like two minutes long. It's funny. Respect. You'll enjoy oh, it. Phone wallet keys. That's uh, Oh, bitch, please. Need my phone wallet keys. That's just like fucking half the women out there. No testicles, no spectacles, no wallet, just weed. Because they expect a man to pay for everything. Oh, that's so sexist, GB. I know, I know. I'm and I can say that because... Yeah, but GB's I, allowed to say that because he's I in between, isn't he? <laughs> and I don't have to deal with the wrath of exactly. the Exactly. Uh, I'm still married, I I figured it out. It's all good. <laughs> Me, I just say what I want. I don't give right. a fuck. <laughs> Let's move on to the outro then. Let's yes. do that. That's been a good show. Try a good show, people. Good show. Good show. <laughs> good show. Good show. Yeah. Who did Piffing. that laugh? What kind of laugh Piffing. was that? <laughs> it was Johnny Good Guys. It's, yeah. it's the posh laugh. It's the posh yeah. laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Laugh, laugh, laugh. I nearly laughed so much. My Thanks wallet. Thanks for joining us, everybody. It's been a sterling show. <laughs> You'll have that step up a <laughs> Happy birthday, Jockey. Oh, happy birthday, man. Yes, man. Happy birthday. It was my birthday earlier. today. Still your birthday today, unless you're somewhere else. Hey, happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a good show, everybody. So I don't know when <laughs> we're eventually we're going to be moving to the new platform, the, what we call it, the new structure, the new, what's, what's, I don't know, when we get rid of the smaller sections. Because they're going to set up all fancy screens and things like that. It's going to take a few weeks. We're aiming for episode 42, maybe. Make it special. You know, move yep. over episode 40. You see that 42.0, it will be called. Cool. <laughs> 42.0. <laughs> you like that? 42.0. Who's then, you know, if you make the, the over the small little side 420, you see that? Mm -hmm. Did you see what I did there? It's super clever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Really, really because 420 is related to cannabis. Did you, did you know that? Oh, yeah, but did you notice that we've actually got 42 uh, likes and zero down likes at the minute, which also oh, no is way. 420. Oh, 420. Oh, oh my God. Mine. Already blown. Yes. No more likes. No more likes. No more dislikes. Nobody do shit. Just keep it as it is. 420. <laughs> Go and check all of our previous videos. And if they're below 42, Make then please. 42. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we, don't want, we, we don't want no down likes, though, because that doesn't put an O at the end. 
No, oh, look, yeah. and Galando just pointed out that's why you call it tangent. But I didn't even think Ooh, tangent yeah. 420. 22. It's a tangent for 20 minutes. That's all we thought, bro. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's tangent 420. 420, isn't it? Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. This is just oh. auto amazing. Oh. <laughs> just like this. Anyway, it's 420 everywhere. That means yeah. you should hit something. Smoke your share, everybody. Let's end let's this show. <laughs> Hang on. Let's no, he thinks he's so happen. smart as well, yeah, Miss Dawes. <laughs> He thinks nobody else notices his shit. <laughs> yeah, I have to point it out. Like, did you see the tangent bit where it says tangent then four twenty? Because did you see? It takes I'm just taking a piss. You know, it's like this got to be the, Fib- the Fibonacci sequence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fibonacci. Yes, yeah, so thanks for joining us, everybody. Make sure you hit, don't hit that like button if it's just still at four twenty. Just leave it. That's four thirty now. Oh, right, right. Hit the like button then. It's cool. Do it. Go smash it. it. Smash oh. it. <laughs> Somebody wasn't counting. And don't forget, this is episode thirty-seven. So there's thirty-six other episodes that you can download on iTunes and Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, everywhere. If you search everywhere high and high you you'll find podcast. it. Indeed. Everywhere you download your podcast. Yes. We're everywhere. Good times. So I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Next week, what we're talking about next week, I think we're going to do some gorilla growing next week. Because that time of year is coming, man. Gorilla growing. Let's get the gorilla grows on. Got one ready. Sweet. Nice. I'm going to gorilla grow it in my garden. In, in Not in my garden. In my, in my, on my windowsill. <laughs> yeah, that's not really gorilla growing, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's hit this shit. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Yeah. Hit you us a slow. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye bye. Bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>